so sad. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Who are we suing? <laughs> Who are we suing? Oh. <laughs> that is so sad. Emotional damage. Yeah. <laughs> Romancing the Monsters. After dark, because we're recording very late, uh, I'm M. <laughs> Hi, I'm S. Hi, I'm Seth. And we have a special guest with us today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Veronica, Steph's little sister. <laughs> we're super excited about that. And uh, she's joining us today because we are recording uh, our episode on the final sequel movie. The Rise of Skywalker. Dun, dun, dun. So buckle in, because it might be, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what the emotions are going to be today. <laughs> <laughs> but because we're doing this after dark, we all have a drink, a adult beverage of choice. Yes. So um, how about we quickly tell people what we're drinking? Uh, sure. I made myself a cocktail. Um, it's uh, rum and cranberry juice and pineapple juice. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. It's really good, actually, guys. I am drinking uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade. Okay, <laughs> love these. Delicious. Um, I am drinking. It's a it's a whole concoction. Um, it's gin with what did you call it? As was it daiquiris? That I don't I don't know alcohol. Uh, I don't da- drink daiquiris. <laughs> daiquiris. Yeah, daiquiri. So it's like a daiquiri mix combined with uh cranberry and oh was it no mango cocktail mix and then ice Mm. very delicious i have a Michelob ultra i like beer Mm, that's fine yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we also have alcohol today because we thought um we would play a little game so basically the game (laughs) i know i'm gonna be like plastered by the end of this because the game is that whenever one of us is um negative we have to drink (laughs) just a sip you know but not like you know criticism that's fine that's allowed but you know if we're being like outright negative which i feel like in that corner over there oh shut (laughs) up it might happen um then we drink um the rise of skywalker seth do you want to do a brief you know Summary of what it's about. When it's discovered that the evil Emperor Palpatine has reserved <laughs> <laughs> oh the dead speak. the rebels must face. Fi- I can't. I can't even read it, guys. Okay, I'll try it again. Sorry, sorry about that. Okay. <clears throat> when it's discovered that, that the evil Emperor already. Palpatine has returned, the rebels must face against the clock to find out his whereabouts. Finn and Poe lead the resistance to put a stop to the First Order's plans she for a new Empire. It? While Rey anticipates her inevitable confrontation with Kylo Ren. She, she Warning: some flashing light scenes in this film may affect photosensitive viewers. And the end. Thanks everyone for joining us. We'll see you next week. <laughs> like, what the Bye. hell was that? <laughs> I was like, I'm not even going to waste my time making a synopsis. I'll drink. Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, you should. <laughs> um, all right. So that was that, if you <laughs> understood any of that. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but first, what do we think of this movie? We'll start with our guest. What do you think of this movie? So, well, actually, first of all, you're you're new here. So, mm-hmm. um, how about you tell us a little bit about your history with Star Wars? How you came to you know be a fan, uh, Raylo <laughs> as well, of course. So, I've always known about Star Wars, but um, I didn't really get into it until I met James, my fiance. Um, and it wasn't until I met him and we started dating and then I always told him I wanted to get into the movies that he let me borrow his movies. And Ooh. yeah, so I remember I, was, <laughs> I started watching them and then after I would have finished watching them, he would have me text him to think what I thought of the movies. Oh, so and, it was like a bonding thing? Yeah. So how did you, how did you start it? Did you like the prequels and then the originals or did you do like the original trilogy and then prequels? The prequels? Then the trilogies, and then from there on, I got hooked with all of it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't until I met him that he he got me into and introduced me and told me everything that is Star Wars. Um, okay. And, yeah, yeah, he has a tattoo on his forearm. So it's a stormtrooper. Um, but, Ooh. yeah, so it was from him. Yeah, and then once their story came out, I love everything about mm-hmm. them. I love, yeah. I love Daisy Ridley, and like I love how she portrays the character Adam Driver, and it's really good. I, I love it. I love it all. Um, I don't really like the second movie, but that's just <laughs> interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Huh. <laughs> um. So, The Rise of Skywalker. Transport yourself back when you first saw it. Um. Did you like this movie when it first came out? Were you satisfied with what happened? The conclusion to Ray and Ben's story? Not really. I feel like we were robbed of something that could have been greater. Their love story could have been way better. Yeah, <laughs> could have been way better. I feel like it was kind of rushed. Yeah, agreed. Before yeah. Seth can say anything, because we know your opinions on the matter, but if they were to like say tomorrow morning like we are doing episodes 10 11 and 12 and it's ray and ben again Mm -hmm. would you be interested like would you watch them yes agreed yeah i would watch them too i just won't like i'm not having my hopes i don't know that you would you're a little scarred you're a little scarred (laughs) yeah which makes sense you know i'm not you know but I'm just, I have my tinfoil hat on every day, and I am still very optimistic. <laughs> I believe in the dream, okay? Um, so, S, this is part three of three of us trying to make you into a Raylo. So you've, mm-hmm. you've now seen the whole thing mm-hmm. from The Force Awakens to The Last Jedi mm-hmm. <laughs> to this one twice. <laughs> Um, yeah. There were no nachos involved this time around, or at least not that I know of. We didn't have to bribe you. Yeah, um, no. How did you like The Rise of Skywalker? I really liked it. Um, I, I love that you do, honestly. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, you found pleasure in it. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can appreciate the story for what it was and what it could have been. Okay. Yeah. I, and I also understand Seth's emotion. And well, both of your guys's like I understand like the way it ended and like how much it affected you girls. Yeah. Um, I did get teary eyed at the end. Yeah. Just kind of thinking back and like thinking back of our conversations that we had 
with the first two movies and just getting to see them as a couple and how they progressed and I did get emotional at the end but um I really liked it I can I think I can say that I'm in my Raylo era right now really yeah she's saying that she's (laughs) actually saying that I feel like I'm ascending (laughs) goodbye (laughs) oh my gosh S this is amazing I mean better late than never I'm here. Yeah, I've, of course. I've arrived. Are you in the club yeah. with the tinfoil hats now? Yeah. Nice. I'm recruiting. So good. Great. <laughs> Steph, we all know this was a different. I mean, I know. feel like I've been pretty vocal throughout this whole series. Um, yeah. It's not my favorite movie. Prepare at your all. drink. Maybe you should just hold the drink in your hand the whole time. I will do that. Um, yeah, it's not my favorite um, movie. <laughs> to be honest, though, I started it and I was like, okay, it's my time to heal. Let me just like, you know, watch this movie. Because it's just like, for like, it's just a movie. It should not have this powerful impact on me. That's like my mindset going into this like the second time because I haven't yeah. watched it since I watched it the first time in theaters. Yeah. Um, so this is the first time since 2019 that I picked it up to watch it. And I was like, I was actually enjoying parts of it um, until I knew what was coming like the waterworks started happening like when he was talking to Han like in the memory and like I could not stop crying to the point where I like I paused it and like all my hatred came back again and like I just felt like what was the point throughout like the rest of the movie and like I don't know I just made me despise it again like I I despise it (laughs) like there's another way to say it yeah uh personally um I feel like the past two years I've I've seen clips of it around, yeah. you know, on social media and stuff. So I I wasn't like as cut off from it as I feel like you were. So yeah. I went into this thinking like, well, I'll probably be fine. You know, like I've, I've seen the death capitalized <laughs> a couple times, a couple too many times and like found edits and stuff. But I will say it's a different experience when you actually see the whole thing, especially because we've been watching them, you know, kind of back to back. So, you know, the whole story kind of hits you a little bit more that way. It was kind of the same as you, I would say, where there were parts of it that I, I enjoy. I think there are moments of brilliance in this movie, just like symbolic things. But there are also moments that you're like, that is dumb. (laughs) Why is this here? Why are we spending time on like this? Like the script? Or even just like moments that you can clearly see that they were pandering to a particular segment of the fandom. We can talk about it specifically, you know, everything that relates to Ray's story and that progression um, that kind of felt like, sorry for a back, lack of a better word, but like a fuck you. To all of us female fans that, you know, grew really, really attached to this character and felt like our story was being represented through hers, you know, that we were kind of going on our own little heroine journey, you know, through her. And then that happened. (laughs) So, um, yeah. But, you know, there are great things about this movie that we can talk about. And, And if you forget about, you know the scene capitalized <laughs> um you know the 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 Raylo stuff is interesting yeah and for me it wasn't just like the scene it was just like the overall like 
I guess, arc of their story. It was like, what was the point? And like, that's what was making me emotional. I was like, what the hell uh-huh. was the point then? Um, even for Ben's character and like all of that. But I mean, there are good parts there. I but can we that. agree that, that, you know, if you forget the fact that he had to die, supposedly, whatever, would we all agree that like his story, his arc was probably the best out of all the characters, like the most complete? Yes. Yeah. I would agree with that. So let's start with where the movie begins, a.k.a. Um, Kylo, now Supreme Leader, Kylo Ren, uh, yeah. literally going on a rampage on Mustafar, yes. which is the coolest, hottest thing ever. Kylo Daddy. <laughs> yeah. sweaty locks. Oh, he girl. Knows. He is sweaty. He is bloody. He is out for business. And I, it's a great start to a movie, I have to I, say. Yes, I will admit. <laughs> an, an amazing start. I was like, yes. Um, so what is he there for? He's there for the path wayfinder? Yes. Right. Right, the wayfinder. The Exegol. So he needs that to track down Palpatine because now Palpatine has announced he has a podcast across the universe in which he announced, I'm back, bitches. Like, and I love how they don't have an actual explanation as to how he's no. back. They're like, somehow Palpatine returned. has returned. And even like Kylo is like, yeah, I'm going to go find him. Like, how, can you at least tell me how he came back? Like, But also, can you explain to us, because I don't know if she knows, like, how he even died and why it doesn't even make sense that we don't even get an explanation for why he's back. <laughs> how did Palpatine die? J- James explained a little bit of okay. it yesterday. I feel like, right, Vettel, that was yeah. something he brought up when in regards to him and Anakin, right? And how it was pointless for him to... It was pointless for the writers to bring him back because it kind of... It kind of ruined what Anakin and his story and what he went through, right? This is my problem. It's like, this is why I can't watch any Star Wars. I'm like, what's the fucking point? What is the point of all of it anymore? Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'll take a drink. Retweet. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, because I believe how he died was, isn't he supposed to have like exploded with the Death Star or something like that? I believe so. Honestly, guys, I have not watched the original trilogy in forever. Like the second death star was that not did he yeah it was the second death that? star um i think was it it was anakin that fought him and also yeah. luke right and then i don't know listen anyway long story short he should not be he was blown to smithereens in one piece <laughs> at that point so okay so he died in those movies and it was mm-hmm. pointless to bring him back for this third one how do you think ray's story should have played out do you do you do you think there's a scenario that could have worked better than that do tell well my Mm -hmm. theory when we first learned that Palpatine was going to be a thing I thought that we would have a kind of like horcrux type of situation where he is not alive but remnants of his energy and his spirit live in the galaxy within these like objects or what or or whatnot that Mm -hmm. you know are creating these like i don't know like this dark energy that must be you know vanquished um i thought that was what was gonna happen here Mm -hmm. Uh, i didn't think he was gonna literally live on on life support but live on (laughs) (laughs) who was moving that like i don't understand it kept moving around and i'm like but do, does he stay attached to that like twenty four seven? My dude is just, <laughs> just like dangling. hanging in there. Yeah. 
like a puppeteer, literally. Like, Come on, man. They could have made that look a little better. I mean, for me personally, I would have liked to her would have liked for her to stay as Ray Nobody. You know, like she made her yeah. own path in this like universe or this galaxy and like, you know, she was her own person and she wasn't um just reduced to a vessel um for yeah. men. I, th- I think I would have liked that. What Seth yeah. said. Ray Nobody. Yeah. I loved Ray Nobody. And I was a Palpatine. I was a Ray Palpatine after TFA because I, I liked the idea of it, that he was like the son of a Skywalker. She was the daughter, the granddaughter of a Palpatine. But then they introduced Ray Nobody. And I was like, you know what? That means more. You know, that means something. It's like this nobody person that doesn't actually have a place within this family saga actually represents all of us in our own lives you know we are all nobodies who have to make our own path and find our own way and find the story that suits us you know so i i I fell in love with that idea and then they were like no 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 you have his power (laughs) (sighs) yeah that line aggravates me to no end oh we'll get to it we'll get to it um so anyways He's doing his whole rampage. He finds Palpatine on life support um, <laughs> on his new planet, Exegol. And um, basically, we learn that Palpatine was the puppet master. Would you believe it? Um, this whole time that uh, Snoke was a creation. <laughs> I still can't believe that one. Um, and that he was every voice. In Ben's head, Ben never talked to his his grandpa through the Force. Nobody, nobody ever reached out to him. So anytime he was talking to his grandpa, it wasn't actually his grandpa. He was being manipulated, and basically, yeah, it's darker than that. Like he was being traumatized and groomed from the womb. Yeah, and this whole time, he thought he had this connection with his grandfather. And it wasn't his grandfather. Yeah. It was Palpatine. Well, that makes it more sad. It's yeah. depressing. It's, it's horrible. Like, this is, like, real actual trauma, and it's not dealt with. Nope. <laughs> it's disregarded. We'd love to see it. That was very sad. And then, basically, Palpatine is like, um, find me the... What does he say? I don't, like, honestly... I don't care that much. The script is so bad. I literally just like tuned it out and just looked at him the whole time. I'll drink. <laughs> what? Like, what does he say? Basically, he's asking him to kill her. No. Yeah. yeah. Palpatine is asking him to kill, and then I guess he shares the story of who she is or what she is. Yeah. Basically, Kylo is like, "I'll kill you." But then, you know, Palpatine is like, oh, I'll raise this army and I'll make you, you know, supreme leader of the whole galaxy, basically. Yeah. Isn't he already? But, like, whatever. Now he would have, like, an army that he already has. But, you know, whatever. He'll have, like, the Sith army because, like, they, like, resurrected. um... Right. Where did they come from? See, us, it's it's stuff like this. Like, why? (laughs) Where? When? How? (laughs) We don't care about those questions. It's it looks cool. It looks cool. So we might as well do it. That that was the thought. That process. was that was I think that was the mentality behind that. 
They had no proper actual reason for Palpatine returning. They had no proper reason or an explanation as to how, like, this random army of the Sith came about. Yeah. So they've just been sitting there for, like, decades? Years, underground. Un- yeah, underground. He, he just somehow... I don't, I don't know. When you, when you start thinking about it, this movie is full of stuff like that. You're just Plot like, holes. how? <laughs> and, then, and then they just, you know, throw in really flashy stuff and they're like, don't think about it. You never saw it. Don't, don't think about it too hard. <laughs> that was one of my things that I did, that I didn't like about this movie, that it was too dark. It's like, a horror movie. It's, yeah, yeah but like. I could barely see my. Oh, oh you mean like I, literally dark? No, like literally too dark. Like I had my, um, you know this. Your this, brightness the, all the way. The up. brightness, like really yeah. bright, and yeah. even then it was too dark. Yeah, I'm no. like had to like squint, like to see like what is happening. In oh my gosh, the blue tint. The fucking yeah. blue. It reminded me tint. of Twilight. <laughs> I I remember that pre this movie we were seeing all the blue and we were like oh this is great this is great blue means redemption like ben redemptionists were you know in the streets like you know crying in joy because we were like blue it's so blue but then you actually watch the movie and you're like i'm fucking sick of the blue can we have another no but it went even deeper as we would even like analyze like the title card and it was like it was purple no it's blue but then like we settled on it was purple because it's a mix of red and blue and like it was like ben's redemption he's the the skywalker that rises yeah before tlj i don't know if you'll remember this s but like we everything that we thought was going to happen in TLG actually happened like we predicted that movie from you know the whole, the whole movie basically this time around it was the exact opposite where <laughs> they just said nope <laughs> you know everything that we thought was going to make sense and you know be symbolic in some way it was like no sorry the purple is just purple because it is and it's uh, just purple looks cool. it's blue because it's blue and... so no hidden hearts and like none of that no, no. hands reaching towards each other <laughs> they covered up her damn scar and it wasn't even in the right spot they were telling me that all, um they brought up something about him having like a little heart in his eyes i think in like what the second movie no, no the, the first, first one. one the first, first one, one and then there was like a heart shape in like the <laughs> the ground Interrog- interrogation scene he has like little hearts in his eyes and then yeah. when they're, you know at, and- after the fight on uh star killer base mm-hmm. the like ground opens up and then it's like a heart shape where he is <laughs> I like i didn't that. see none of this i didn't see none of this but they sent me like screenshots and stuff or they pointed out i was like oh okay you're a believer though <laughs> i get it I see it. <laughs> are you, um, Veronica, are you active on social media with Raylo or were you active during that time with social media with Raylo? I was active during the time and now not so much anymore. Okay. Yeah. Were you like on like Twitter and like Reddit, Tumblr, and, like YouTube? I think I was still on Tumblr. Uh, yes, and Tumblr Twitter. was where it was at. Yeah, but I, I would get like the pictures or like the fan art from Tumblr. Yeah. Were you, like, a part of, like, that fandom, like, you know, that wore the tinfoil hat and, like, we all were, like, this is going to happen and, like, this means that. Like, were you part of, like, the theorizing during the time of the movies? No, I don't know. I don't think I was because now I'm trying to think back on it. You're just waiting for the movies to come out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever you got handed to you. Yeah. You accepted. You probably saved yourself. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, a lot of pain. So, so they, but they were spoiled. They got spoiled on Twitter yeah. oh. with the ending of yeah. the Rise of so Skywalker. So they they yeah. found out what happens before seeing the movie. There's one thing that I learned from James. Well, many things, but this one thing, whenever like a movie's gonna come out that we're anticipating, like he does like a. Like a few months before, like if we see anything that has to do with it, we like automatically scroll when we're on social media or like a week before or a few days before like a movie's about to drop. Like we do like media blackout <laughs> so yeah. we because he's had things spoiled for him, too. Yeah. So then he'll be like, don't don't go on Twitter. Don't go on this. Don't go on that. If you see something, just keep scrolling. I was like, OK. Yeah. For this film, though, like, do you think you would have wanted to be spoiled to, like, at least prepare? Or do you like that you weren't spoiled going into this movie? I like that I wasn't spoiled. I Yeah, because I feel like once I know, I'm like, I don't want to watch it. I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't really care for it anymore. Oh, mm. okay. I think it, it kind of ruins, for me, it ruins it. So I'm just like, oh, I'm glad it, I didn't get spoiled. I, I enjoyed it. You know, I was very sad when I, like, all the emotions I had going yeah. in it the first yeah, yeah. time. So I was like, oh, shocked here. And then, like. You know, like, ah, oh, sad there. And yeah. Yeah. Did you cry when he died or you kept your cool? No, yeah. I think I remember I gasped really loud mm-hmm. and my eyes did get, I, I got teary eyed. And yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, what? And I, for me, I was like, why? I don't understand. Why does he have to die? The question we all have. I don't remember none of that. <laughs> you don't? Oh, because you were there. Yeah, That's were right. With the nachos. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. So I just I don't remember what her well, emotions were. You, I think you that. were confused because you didn't know what was going on, like to begin yeah. with. <laughs> she was just munching on the nachos. Right, I can just imagine nachos. asking like, "Oh, okay, yeah, he yeah. just died. <laughs> this is great, though. <laughs> <laughs> These nachos." Yeah. Um, they apparently Ray, Ray and Ben apparently have no force connection this whole time during a whole year. We don't believe that, but apparently so. Um, I'm I'm 100% sure, like, Force hates sex happened, but I absolutely. can't confirm it. Absolutely. Force, <laughs> what is it, sexting? Force sexting? They're probably hard Oh, that. Force, Force timing. Was that it? Force timing, or, yeah. Force Skyping. But, yeah. yeah they, you know. they used the Force in inappropriate ways. I will not I'm be 100% certain. I just otherwise. can't prove it. <laughs> But apparently, this movie tells us that they have not spoken in a year, because this is a year after TLJ. To the public. They don't want to tell the public they've been speaking. But wasn't there something uh, not that long ago that came out that was like, it's a story that's set in between TLJ and T- and, and Tross that's coming out at some point, either th- this year or next year, where it kind of... I don't know. I'm pretty sure I saw something about that. Yeah, and people were kind of freaking out because it was like, why are they going back on the fact that they supposedly didn't talk, but now they're talking? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Don't know. Um, so the first time that they actually do reconnect is when um, she's doing her whole, like, you know... Training Train course, session, training. yeah, in the forest, and um, she kind of does what she naturally does, which is uh, channel a little, a little bit of darkness, and simultaneously, um, Kylo is in his quarters, um, his bedroom, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he's uh, looking at uh, his grandfather's helmet, Vader's helmet, and um, he's. Apparently, kind of trying to reconnect with it, which 
at this point, he knows that what he was hearing, you know, when he was meditating with this mask, was not actually his grandfather. So what do you think the intent was when he actually goes back and, like, seeks it out again? I don't even know. Maybe it was just, like, just to see if what Palpatine was saying was true. Like, he didn't actually have a connection to his grandfather that he thought he had. And he was just like, how did he not know? Like, I don't know. Like, he was looking at it in a way that he was just, like, asking for answers. That makes me even more sad because he really was alone. Yep. Mm-hmm. So no alone. Until he met Ray. And mm-hmm. in my Horcrux yeah. theory, the mask was one of them. Obviously. I was like, obviously, remnants of Palpatine could be in that mask. And that would be how he's hearing voices that mm-hmm. are evil and that are not actually Vader or Anakin, however you want to see it. Like, that that would be, like, Palpatine kind of corrupting his mind through the mask and through the persona of his grandfather. Yeah. Why didn't they call me? I could have written <laughs> That was news. a great theory, Marge. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Me and Reddit. You know? <laughs> I can't really claim that as my own. It was a lot of people's theory, but... Yeah. So they do actually kind of connect. It's not, like, one of those forced connections where they actually talk to each other, but they clearly share a vision of some kind like they see each other's pain each other's past we have a little shot of ray's mom because now she has parents anyways (laughs) are you not gonna drink that was a little negative yeah that was (laughs) i felt the vibes (laughs) there was a little tone this shit is delicious by the way that's great and um here comes the line, the first line in this movie that makes me absolutely want to rage. Can you take a guess? I mean, all I'm thinking about is I'm going to like earn your brother's saber, but then ding ding ding. I... That's exactly okay. Why. Ten points for Sephra. <laughs> take a drink. Um. Yeah, I will earn your brother's saber one day. I hate that line. I hate why? the script. Wait, why? Explain. Explain. The script is just awful. Like, why does she have to earn that saber? She's been using it for so long. She, like, proved that she is a Jedi. The saber chose her in The Force Awakens. She earned it in that moment on Starkiller Base against Kylo. It went to her. It was hers from that point on. And also, it is not the brother's saber. It's Anakin's. That is a rewrite that really pisses me off. It was Anakin's first. Like, Luke literally used it for 3.5 seconds and then got his own. Yeah, in his first film, he only used it and then he made his own, right? Like, he had a green one. So I don't understand why it's, like, automatically Luke's saber. It's not. It is Anakin's saber. Because this movie is Luke propaganda. Okay? And I will not stand for it. (laughs) Make Luke great again. Do you like Luke, Beto? Is he like a character that? No. Oh, that's James's favorite character. Oh, okay. oh, oh. <laughs> so we can trash talk. Now I know what to talk about when I go over to dinner. <laughs> How dare you? I will say we talked about it in our like um, the Last Jedi episode. I liked Luke in the Last Jedi because he like had flaws and because he like was human for a second and he wasn't like portrayed as like this glorified savior like this god Mm -hmm. that he was portrayed in in this one as well so were you more of a fan of like anakin yeah as you really need to give anakin and padme a a try i think she said she she will yeah she told me this after you will she's gonna yeah yeah. i mean that can always be a series for the podcast you have to watch this i shall go back and start from the beginning 
I mean, I feel like you, you don't, you just have to watch two and three. You don't need to watch one. The first one's you a little need... creepy, I will say. It is. The first one? Yeah. Is it? Mm. I didn't know watching. I I won't say why, but like I didn't know I mean, watching that movie that. Um, well, I have to watch it. I need to know why it's creepy. I can't just skip it now. And it's just not. I don't know. It's it's not good. I, I, it wasn't talked about. Yeah. No, I mean it wasn't bad. I feel like it was a good origin story for Anakin and like to you know see his mom. Um. Okay, fine. I'll flat out say it. There is like a, a big <laughs> age gap between. Padme. Nobody prompt. Nobody prompted you. You're just like okay, fine. <laughs> Stop harassing me, I'll tell you. <laughs> Shut up. So there is a big age gap between Padme and Anakin. But, like, he's a baby, basically. He's, yeah. like, four. And she's, so like, So is 13. that what that was? One of you sent me a fan-made video, and I saw her with the... And it kind of insinuated... Stuff, yeah. Padme and, like, a little blonde boy with, like, a bowl cut. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. Anakin. Yeah. So there's an age gap between them? Yeah. And they were yeah. chilling when he was young? Yeah. 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 Interesting. But they don't see each other after that movie for, like, years until, like, Anakin's, yeah. like, a full-on Padawan. Like, grown. Are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> but their love story doesn't start until the second and third. Yeah. Not... Yeah. 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 The third okay. one is, like, absolutely one of my favorites. Agreed. He's got the scar. He's got mm-hmm. the shoulder-length hair. Yeah. Basically, like, Ben Solo, but, you know, his grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. got the angst, the emo-ness yeah. about him. Yeah. No, but, as if you do want to watch that for the podcast, I'll do it. Because I actually, I like, I want to see Darth Maul's introduction again. I have not seen those movies probably in, like, 15 years. Anyways, so we get to the somehow Palpatine has returned. And then they go off on their trip to find a wayfinder to get to get to Exegol. Right. And they land on Pisana, which is um yeah, yeah, where they have to go. I noted that at this point in the movie, um, Ray is already kind of set apart from everyone else. Like you can already see that she's feeling quite you know lonely. She's going back to being isolated and like acting like that's totally fine and. Um, you can kind of see that she's a little shaken, a little lost, um, and she's trying to say things, but there's no room for it. And this is your first clue that it's like, we're having emotions, but we don't have time to process them. So, That's exactly, yeah. This yeah. Um, so Kylo is repairing his mask for reasons. <laughs> I don't know why. For the red hot glue. Yes, the, the hot, hot glue gun. Red glue. Yeah. <laughs> they they supposedly were going for this like Kintsugi art thing, which is like basically this Japanese art um, uh, thing where uh, you know when things break, you kind of glue them back together with gold, and then like eventually the thing that was once broken is actually more valuable after it's been broken because now it's like you know it's art and it's there's gold, so it's like you know, more valuable. So, like, the whole thing is, like, you are not, uh, it's, it's not, a, you, you, the, your faults or what you've gone through, your trauma is not, um, it doesn't weaken you as a person. It actually makes you stronger and more beautiful, um, and you should value those things about yourself type of thing. Supposedly, they were going for that. Did it deliver? Did it portray mm-hmm. that? Did it? Did you feel that watching it, us? No. No. The mask was just there. 
Yeah. It had no purpose. And then he took it off and then... He was in that goddamn mask too too much in that movie. Because (laughs) I'm standing by that theory that it wasn't Adam Driver. I'm standing by that theory. They did a lot of reshoots. Who's wearing a tinfoil hat now? Wait, what do you mean? Come on. They made the man, like, record his last line in a closet. He was not there. Yes. In November... 2019 and the movie came out in December 2019 and that man was in his closet recording lines. He had to go in his closet because he wasn't like he couldn't go back on like wherever like on set or wherever to film it. Conspiracy Uh, theories. Really? Yeah. So people like a lot of us believe that they literally rewrote that movie in November and changed a lot of it. People think that the rape Palpatine stuff wasn't a thing until November. Really? Because I think that all the lines that are related to that, like mm-hmm. whenever he says like, oh, you have his power, you're his granddaughter, blah, blah, blah. Like all of that is under the mask. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll never know. Or maybe we will. And that will be tea. A lot of tea. I feel it will be <laughs> spilled at some point, maybe. And that will be great. Um, So it's prepared for some reason. And um, he says... Because, you know, you're right. Uh, she's now in Pasana. Um, and uh, he says, my knights and I are going hunting for the scavenger. She's prey. What kind of line is that? A sexy one. <laughs> like, please, <laughs> hunt me down, daddy. <laughs> um, so Ray is looking at the children on Pasana. And um, what was the point? I mean, there's so much, like, so much longing in how she's looking at those kids. That's the feeling I got. Like, she's longing for, I don't know, like, I guess, like, a, a life. Family. A family. Yeah, a be- a family. Like, a sense of belonging that she did yeah. find with Ben. And, like, the natural idea, I guess, thought that comes is, like, family with children, mm-hmm. maybe. Like, I don't know. I don't know where they were going with that. Or even maybe, like, freedom from responsibility that you get to have when you're a kid. You know, maybe True. that too is a part of it. It was just like seeing kids just being kids and thinking like she was never a kid. She yeah. never got that chance because she had to grow up. She had to fend for herself. She was alone on this planet since the age of six, you know, so and, she never got yeah. that. And she never had friends. So I think maybe like the idea of seeing all these kids like laughing and having fun together. It's just like a reminder that she never had that. Yeah. Even now she mm-hmm. doesn't have that because she doesn't confide in her friends that she's she has i was gonna say supposedly but i didn't <laughs> how's your drink looking seth <laughs> half, half empty oh no it was, not, it was like bad. here so okay. i'm not bad you know we get introduced here to the whole concept that apparently now in star wars your last name matters um <laughs> because the little girl you know she's like who are you and she's just like great wasn't and a little, little girl girl's... it was a grown woman right was it a grown woman? No, it wasn't. No, it was a kid. It was a little girl. It no, was a child. it was like yeah, a grown know. woman. No, it I was a child. Let me see. <laughs> that that, that <laughs> thing was not a grown woman. I mean, to be honest, I only watched this movie twice. So don't don't ask me. It was a kid because she kneeled down. It yeah, could have been a, a species of alien that was, um, you know, short, shorter. Maybe. <laughs> vertically challenged. No, I'm pretty sure it's a child. Because even how 3PO is talking about the child seems like a little like oh she she it would be a great honor for you to give her your last name you know like it sounds childish to me what does she sound like is that gonna help us she's an alien (laughs) (laughs) that's a child it sounds like a a grown woman a name is 
That's an excellent name. I'm Ray. She would be honored to know your family name too. Guys, I think that's a grown alien woman. No, I, I don't have one. So. I'm just Ray. I I won't accept that they would undermine a grown woman that way with those kinds of questions. Like that's a that's kind of okay. what the child would ask. Okay, okay. Anyways, long story short, uh Ray is not enough. We need we need last names now, um, to yeah. be important and it's a <coughs> Drink. supposedly a great honor. Take a sip. Um well yeah, so we saw in that scene that um the alien woman child whatever um <laughs> gives worse. her like a necklace like a beaded necklace and I think um, that's a drink <laughs> how is that negative i don't I know i don't want to assume that they're a woman or a child i don't know was a tone. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine let's go it's i'll drink classic. yeah anyways what i was saying is that she gives her this uh this necklace like a beaded necklace that everyone mm. was convinced it was like a fertility necklace because it is um, no it, it literally yeah. is in the in the um, visual dictionary oh it, it is that like was, it was confirmed? confirmed yeah it's a fertility it's a fertility festival and, and the, the beads point. are supposed it's a fertility necklace and and you know who rips it off of her okay this is what i wanted to get at <laughs> her future baby daddy <laughs> he rips it off like you know how we watch the phantom of the opera he rips it off yeah. like the phantom yeah Ugh. it's hot when, like, the Phantom was like, you belong to me, and he rips it off her neck. Yeah. That's the vibe I was getting. Like, Ray belongs to uh, yeah. Ayla. But before we get there, I just wanted to say that uh, in this scene, Ray seems very okay with being just Ray. Yeah. But then five minutes later, she's like, maybe not. <laughs> and I was just like, why? Like, we were finally getting to a point where being just Ray was enough. Mm-hmm. You can be just Ray. You don't need to be, even if you have a, a, a family name, you don't have to, you know, it's not something that you need to, like, prove or yeah. achieve or, like. There are so many people in this world that, like, don't, like, identify with their last name. Like, they no, are no longer a part of their family. But, th- like, that doesn't mean they're not successful or, like, they're not, like, a person in society. Like, I don't understand why the importance of a last name in this movie was, like, so, like, hammered in. I don't understand that. So it's daytime, and then suddenly it's nighttime, and the fires are going, and there's a connection that happens. I just, what was the change of uh, time zone I did? What was the point of changing it from night to day? I think just the visual representation that, like, ooh, something is happening, and maybe well maybe it's nighttime for him and his nighttime is affecting hers ryan johnson didn't need that okay i'll drink (laughs) it looked cool okay It, it looked great um and basically what he says is palpatine wants you dead and then he says um he he really doesn't you know miss a beat and he's like i offered you my hand once you wanted to take it why didn't you and Mm -hmm. she fires back with you could have killed me. Why didn't you? And she's referring to the um, throne room scene in J where he could have killed her, but instead he chose to kill Snow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then he says, you can't hide, Ray, Not from me. And she says, I see through the cracks in your mask. You're haunted. Um, and then she says no he says do you still count the days since your parents left such pain in you i don't want to have to kill you when i offer you my hand again you'll take it and then she 
finally says, we'll see. And that's a throwback to uh, TFA interrogation scene when he says, we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. But basically, like, they're, you know, kind of firing stuff at each other, kind of, like, poking and being like, why are you being, you know, why are you doing these things with me that you wouldn't do with other people? Why are you, you know, not killing me? What's going on here? You the know? tension is still very much palpable there. Oh, like, you yeah. can feel, like, there is, like, some, like, not bad blood, but, like, they're hurt from each other from, like, the last time they saw each other. Yeah, well, he's very cocky and confident. He's like, next time I offer you my hand, you will take it. He said a lot of lines that were, like, okay. Yeah. I was yeah. dying. But also the way that she says, we'll see. Like, there's so much anger in that word. Like, <laughs> we'll see. Was um was this the scene where he talked about her parents though? Like actually like like revealed that they sold her uh, to protect no, her. No, I don't That's think further. so. That's after Kijimi. Okay, well that was another line I hated. Yeah. Anyway. No, here he just like you know, says like, Do you still count the days since your yeah. parents left? Okay. Um, kind of throwing back that fact in you know, because he's seen it. He has seen that at he has seen that she counted the dates. He has seen that loneliness. Yeah, remember in her, um, the place that she was living, she had, like, the little tally marks? Yeah. So he's referring back oh. to that. Yeah. So he's, yeah. he, has he seen that? Yeah. Going yeah. to her mind, does he see all that? Her sitting down by herself eating, eating yeah. by herself? Yeah, probably. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he rips the necklace off of her, and it's very Yeah, his hot. phantom moment. Yeah, but we love to see it. It's a, it's a bit of a like a Kylo TFA moment, you know, when he was doing his little like rage fits and destroying shit. Like I feel like that was a little bit of that flair. Well, he that. he analyzes the necklace and he finds out where they are, and then right. him and the Knights of Ren go to Fasana and you know they do their thing. They're fighting them, and then we finally see Kylo's ship coming, and then Ray. Whoa. <laughs> What? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to talk about before that? Well, first, they find themselves, like, you know, in the the sand, and then, like, they drop underneath, and then there's the snake, and then she heals the snake. Oh, sorry, which, yeah. Wait, you know. Rewind to yeah. when they're in the... <laughs> this is the question, Beto. Mm-hmm. When they're in the... In the quicksand, right? They're yeah, all... Yeah. The whole yeah. gang's sinking. there, and they're sinking oh, yeah. under. And Finn was gonna tell Ray something mm-hmm. what what was he gonna tell her do you girls know wasn't it that he was force sensitive yeah. and he wanted her to know okay. yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. know that it wasn't that he loved her that's what yeah. I no, thought yeah. see that's what I thought and we were yesterday when we were in Aldavero's house James brought it up and he's like do you know what he was gonna say and I yeah. thought he was gonna like confess his feelings but no it was because he feels the force or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you like, you really see it when he feels like, sorry, at the end, when Ray, Ray dies, he feels it. So like, that means he's in touch with the force. Like he felt her death mm-hmm. through the force. Also the 18 billion moments in the movie where he's like, just a feeling. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's, oh, and yeah, then, it's and then I caught on about the, the feeling where, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and I'm just like, okay. But she heals the snake, which yes. in itself is very symbolic, you know, snake. You can kind of see that as, you know, well, A, it's um, a foreshadowing, you know, that she'll heal Ben eventually. Um, 
also this is the first time well I, w- I was gonna say this is the first time that there was force healing but that's not true because of the whole grogu thing yeah came out first actually yeah. the week before um they introduced uh force healing uh but she does it here um yeah i mean it's you know not necessary but we'll take it yeah i mean well, this <laughs> is to show that like she does say it too like she makes it very explicit like she's giving away some of her life to this this i guess snake obviously i don't know what was it was a serpent uh-huh. i don't know anyway so she's giving a part of her life over to heal it and so like i guess it was but this. shouldn't that drain her it didn't because the, the snake wasn't dying like it mm-hmm. was just hurt but why is your mm. life force limited how am i supposed to know well th- these are the questions like why do we have a limited life force Not, and like, why can't span, you just share like divide it in two and share it and like doesn't it not grow back like your energy like once it leaves you if given enough time like you can like recuperate like you can recover but also one would think that if you're in a dyad in which you share basically everything with someone else you are yeah. connected a power like life itself yeah you would think that one can't live without the other yeah yeah but also like that you could use that power to then, you know, revive someone without actually dying or something. Or shit. maybe it's like the, <laughs> is it a Karenem bond or whatever? Like, you know, and Sarah J. Mass, like Air yeah. Fire, when they like had their, you know, they became, you know, connected in that way. They have that bond, Rowan yeah. and Aelin. Like they were allowed to share each other's power. So like you kind of would think that the diet would be like that in the sense where like they can share each other's powers and like the force that binds them. Marge, you got a drink. That was a whole negative tirade. Oh, sorry. I feel like there's two of us that are drinking a lot and two of us that are not. I know. <laughs> um, and that's that's when we get um, the Ray does the flip over Kylo. I love the superhero ship. flip. What is the point? No, <laughs> I love that scene. Take a drink. <laughs> but okay, no. Honest question. What about it? Did you love? It's just, it was badass. Just the, the fact that she feels him coming. She gets into position. She's going to get ready to flirt with him because that's what they're doing. They're flirting. And she turns <laughs> and then she runs and plays chicken with him. <laughs> or like a version of it. And just the fact that she jumped and did a twirl and a spin. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, you know, break something in his... It looks cool. It looks cool, yeah. But I will tell you something. So when that trailer first came out, I think it was yeah. the teaser trailer, yeah. Marge and I oh, were watching it. And yeah, we were watching it religiously, yeah. religiously. We're like, oh my gosh, I think we figured out what was happening. Like, he's fully turned to the light. And like, they're, like he he's training, training her. her. He's training oh. her. That's why, because like, it did not make sense as to how like, she's waiting there. Yeah, and he's just coming at her. So we thought... She was using the force to figure out how to do that, and he was training her in, like, that, you know, whatever they were doing. Yeah. It wasn't happening um, in so that way. So, for you, us, this is, like, the equivalent of, like, knife to the throat, but it's, like, intensified ah, for Star I Wars. Yeah. It I seemed like they were that. flirting. But let me tell you why it makes no fucking sense, okay? <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> so, Ben has no intention of killing her so why is he going at her on his ship going straight for her he's he's you know 
intending to kill her though he supposedly is not but he's intending to kill her he's unless he believes her. she was gonna die he's taunting her it's yeah. all part of the no, game and then she uses her like she does this like flip thing that why and then she uses her saber to cut his wing one of his wings off and then he goes tumbling he should have died he would have died he should have killed died. him was that her intention at that point i don't know and then he doesn't die, and he comes out of his ship like a fucking pretty prince. much like looking like a prince, <laughs> yeah. you know, hair billowing in the breeze. Like what? What, <laughs> what was the point? Well, maybe it's like what I said. It was like them flirting, and it was a cute yeah. little rendezvous. And you know. it's 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 him. I'm thinking like he just wants to taunt her and to see what she'll do. She, yeah, how she'll react. And see how yeah. far she would go, because I think he feels her turning to the dark and, like, tapping into the dark side a lot quicker now. Well, maybe he thought she would use her her, her uh, lightning against him, maybe. Well, He's... I don't think he knew that that was something she had. He was just waiting for her to actually, like, stay into like stay in the dark side. Like, he mm-hmm. feels like that it's a switch that's going to happen anytime soon. He looked really shocked when the lightning came out to play. Yeah, he looked really in love. He fell in love all over again in that moment. That too, but he looked really shocked. Because I think also he believed Chewie was also in that, that ship. And like Chewie, we know, was Uncle Chewie at that point. So I think he just looked really shocked at her power. He's learning from her, learning what she has to offer. As his empress. He crashes, but he's totally fine. And then um, gets out of his ship. And they have this like tug of war over the transport in which Chewie supposedly is. And again, this is supposed to be a callback to The Last Jedi with the lightsaber, but now it's a ship and you're supposed to see that they're equal in the Force. Um, The transport is kind of like hovering in between, doesn't know where to go because they're, you know, equal. Nobody else is their equal except, you know, the other one. Yeah, and then she uses the lightning and like I said, he looks in love. Yeah, he looks mesmerized. Same look as uh, uh, The Force Awakens in the forest when she grabs the lightsaber. It's yeah. just like, oh my god, I just fell in love. Kylo <laughs> had a lot of those moments in this movie, I would say. I mean, this man's been in love since movie one, but... Oh, but we didn't tell you, as in The Force Awakens in the forest when she grabs the saber. In the novelization, he says in his head... It is you. So this could also be a callback to the rise of Kylo Ren, where, like, we see that she right. feels, um, you know, his turn. his turn to the dark side as a child. And yeah. that could be a nod to, like, them feeling each other throughout their life. And uh-huh. he, re- like, finally realizing that it is you. Like, you're the one that's been in my head. And, like, I felt throughout all this time. Yeah, but it explains, like, the whole, like, what girl. Yes. He has been seeing a girl. Which is yeah. why when he actually does see her using the force, he goes, it is you. So yeah. this is a whole fated mate situation. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they are a diet in the force. They were made for each other. They are two that are one, you know? So then Ray gets back on the ship. Chewie is like basically dead. He's not, but they think he is. And nobody really, again, emotions. We have them. They're fleeting. And then we move on right away because we don't have time for that. Yeah, she's like, oh my gosh, I killed Chewie. And then she turns around. She's like, all right, time to go. <laughs> that was literally the vibe I got all drink. So Ray is back on, uh, it's not the, are they back? No, it's not the um, 
the Falcon. It's some other ship. Um, and she's, oh, Ochi's she ta- Ochi's ship. Right. I remember that name. Right. And yeah. um, she tells Finn that she had a vision of the throne of the Sith and who was on it. And Finn says, Ren. And she says, and me. And me. She saw herself sitting on that man's lap on the throne of the Sith. <laughs> See? It's like, she said throne. Like, she didn't say thrones. Yeah, yeah. You know? Singular. Um, so I'm getting a throwback to, yeah, Reese and Feyre, you know, her on the throne uh-huh. and, like, her, like, you know, on top of him. Uh-huh. Hux uh, proposes to blow up Kajimi because we're on Kajimi now. Uh, we made it to Kaj- I'm skipping so many things it doesn't matter we don't need the context just say next force bond happens yeah mm-hmm. we're on kajimi they're there to uh reprogram uh 3PO, 3po um and kylo hears that they're on kajimi and hux proposes to blow up the whole planet and kylo is like <laughs> is that what the finger was like to tell him to shut up is that what that was well okay here's the thing it's a it's a thing that um uh han it's, it's a very like han thing to do yeah. with the finger pointing thing so but basically how i'm choosing to see it is him basically saying don't you fucking dare hurt my girlfriend do you we're not me? killing her <laughs> like don't you dare <laughs> blow up the planet while she's on there okay yeah and they do a little switcheroo so kylo ends up on kajimi to go find his girlfriend, and he ends, uh, she ends up in his quarters, his bedroom. She's literally in his bedroom. She's in his bedroom. Um, and she sees the shrine, the Vader shrine, and um, the knife, which, by the way, the knife was literally just there in the sand for like twenty five years. It's fine. It's fine. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes complete sense. Anyways. Um, the map that leads you straight to the Death Star. No, um, um they found the knife in before. the sand with yeah. the, the snake. Yeah, but it was just there. Like, it was oh. in his shrine of like dark Sithly things. Well, yeah, afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that's when they connect again. Um, and that he tells her he knows who's, who um her parents are. And he literally said, "I they sold you to protect you." What a lovely, lovely moral for all the kids out there. Yeah, imagine, like, knowing your parents sold you to be a slave to, quote-unquote, protect your you. Your parents neglected you to save you. Not even. They made you a slave yeah. to save you. I'll drink. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so anyway, this movie is full of great messaging for little girls especially but little kids in general really um because to be quite honest yeah we all know these movies are made for children so imagine your child watching this yeah yeah they fight and it's cool you know it looks great uh we see that the force connection has really progressed since the last jedi now they're fully kind of interacting with each other's environments and like yeah. bringing each other's environments into the other blah blah, blah. i will um, say like the shifting of like um their scenes was really interesting like oh it was of, like, done their... really well yeah. yeah i think it was done really well in this force bond yeah, yeah, yeah the the bond stuff was a plus you know like they they did a good job in, on, on that front um and so you see that the the bond itself is growing stronger and stronger not strong enough, apparently, but stronger and stronger. I would say take a drink, but... 
Um, and then Kylo realizes that she's in his bedroom, and he has like a little boner, and he's like, he's oh like, God, I'll come tell you, <laughs> lock the doors, lock the ship. I'm on my way. <laughs> no, like the way he's like, I'll come tell yeah. you, like, yeah. mm-hmm. Kylo. Uh, they have this like charged moment where they're kind of like prowling and like walking around each other and circling each other and uh it's very romantic everybody's just watching on the sidelines yeah their guns are loaded they're ready to shoot and like they're just watching their supreme leader i don't even know what is he doing with a girl um you know what the star wars world needs a lady whistle down Oh. To someone on the sidelines who would just be like taking notes like the supreme leader was caught <laughs> having a very romantically charged moment with Ray the scavenger <laughs> I think it needed this movie needed like a little like funny moments like how the previous one was it the previous one with like the stormtroopers where he's like breaking stuff in his room and like the stormtroopers yeah, the force like, awakens the yeah. force awakens mm-hmm. where they like show up in like yeah. the hallway and they see and they like they backtrack and yeah. I feel like they tried to make it funny with Poe like Poe and Ray dynamic and like Poe and Finn and Ray dynamic no 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 I wasn't feeling it no how did you feel like about that because I feel like they obviously wanted to have a nod um to the original like Han mm. Luke Leia with Pit Pin. <laughs> <laughs> Another ship name, guys. Um, Poe, Finn, and Ray. Like, how did you feel about that? I think it was at, at some some parts it felt kind of like forced that they were trying to like have this bond of like this great friendship, and I'm just like, eh, I guess. Besties. I loved Ray with BB-8. Like that yeah, was the dynamic. I, I loved. Yeah. Yeah. And Ray and Chewie. Yeah. Yes. That was the real bestie. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Ray and Finn were fine. Yeah. But I always felt like he he tried to, like, protect her, like, or try yeah. to, like, like he would, no, Ray, you can't do that. No, this. A little then, misogynistic. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. leave her alone. Like, she can do it. She can handle herself. Like, I get, like, maybe, yeah, I guess that aspect of your friend wanting to protect you, but. Sometimes it just got a little... But it's to the point of, like, you know what she's capable of. Like, you know she can take care of herself. Yeah, yeah. So just chillax a bit. And that like, that would annoy me, where I'm just like, okay, like, leave her alone. Like, she knows what she's doing. Like, if she... Yeah. She knows. <laughs> the Ray and Poe thing makes no sense. That That is forced to me, especially Was in this that movie. supposed to be, like, another nod to, like, Han and Leia? Like, were they trying to, like... No, it's just, it feels super forced. Like, their conversations, even, like, you know, Oscar Isaac and Daisy Ridley are great actors. Yeah. Yeah. You know that they can have chemistry with just about anyone, but together, for some reason, there's nothing happening there. The dialogue probably is, is, you know, the the script is probably at fault, most of all, but it's just, it's bad. and, And they're trying to make us feel like oh this is a great friendship that they have going on like totally the trio and it's like no i honestly think they were trying to do maybe like a han and leia thing like han and leia always bickered like that like and they're um as they're also shippers of poe and ray oh my like there were uh, there were quite a lot of them not like oh, yeah. crazy a lot like raylo but um did they did they catch on to that because he does that lip biting thing with her as well but it was the first time they met and actually talked so i'm like why are you why are you doing this no i think what what people were going off of is the end of tlj where uh 
is it him that says I'm Poe and then she says I know or is it her that says I'm Ray and then he says I know he something says, like I that know. like they have that like line that you know you see often where it's like ooh I already know who you are like I've been interested in your stuff like you know yeah yeah or and also like again I know I'm going to Hanalea but like also like that little nod of like the way they said I love you was like they never said like I love you back it was like I love you and then it's like I know now's probably a good time also to just mention that they completely sidelined uh rose like where's rose in this movie gone <sighs> where is rose she gets the pat pat on the shoulder from finn that was so disgusting to me despite like the fact that we never got to see them talk about the end of their journey in the last jedi like she kissed him and faints and that was it and he like literally risks his life to bring her back in but they never discuss what happened like we don't see anything happen there they kissed in the last <laughs> Jedi, yeah. like a peck, a very a little, dry little peck. peck as she lips. was like, yeah. she fainted. It was more like, yeah. Oh, so it makes me cringe. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like her. I don't like her character. Oh, you don't? No, I don't. I didn't. I didn't really? like. Yeah, no. I disliked. Like, I was like, why is she even there? For that, that was me. I, I didn't like it. Do you think she needed more? more dialogue more scenes in order for her for you to like her or is just off the bat no no I, I just didn't like her character I honestly felt like she was like really relatable like she's a fangirl like we were like we're all the fangirls so, like I felt like her character maybe in like this setting didn't fit I don't know um but I just didn't like not seeing maybe her. yeah maybe if they put her in a, a, a wrote her in differently or like didn't I, I maybe I would have liked her more okay. but maybe because like her and Finn and then going to do what they had to do and then that I found that pointless yeah I think maybe it hurt her character that their plot line was all about like failing ultimately like yeah. trying to do something mm-hmm. and then it turns out that it doesn't add up to anything in the end like mm-hmm. maybe that didn't help making yeah. her feel like a part of the movie and a part of the plot and making her feel like kind of necessary yeah. uh, in, in the but I don't like that you add a character and then the next movie you you literally respond to the fan comments yeah. on that character yeah. by being like, well, okay, well, just like, she's she's gone. She doesn't exist anymore. She's very sidelined and we don't talk about it. Like, I don't like that. I feel like if you see comments like that, then take her character and do something interesting with it next movie. You know, give her yeah. a purpose. Don't just like write her off. For me, it wasn't even just that, Marge. It was also the fact that J.J. Abrams, in a convention somewhere, I don't remember where, he fully was like, thank you, Ryan Johnson, for giving me Kelly Marie Tran. And, like, like all of that. And, like, it just made him seem like he was just so grateful for, like, Rose and, like, you know, having her there as, like, a character. And then all of a sudden, you like, it's such a slap in the face for her as well to, like, not even have, like, five lines. So do you think maybe she did have a lot? Because now I'm thinking back to what you girls said, that they re- probably re- rewrote or re-edited the movie. I don't think that that was a part of it. I think they fully set out to not have her in the movie whatsoever. Mm. yeah just uh, i guess uninspired writers yeah they couldn't (laughs) like it like you said veronica like they could have made her a different type of character in this one and they just chose not to include her at all so and she gets the very patronizing pat on the shoulder of like good girl stay here do your job we'll go off on an adventure that we don't need you on (laughs) yeah We'll, we'll go do the fun things 
And then, oh God, we have the, another favorite line. Yeah, we we have the line. You don't just have power. Oh gosh, <laughs> you, have you have his, his power. power. <laughs> God, this is so wrong on so many levels. Wow, where to start? I don't even know. How did that line make you feel? Like when you like, I guess. Yes, it wasn't really your first time watching. It was more so, like, your third time. But, like, hearing that line, did it, like, strike you in any way? For me, it didn't. Not the way it's striking you girls right now. Okay. I didn't, I didn't get that reaction. Basically, right, this is the first time that we have a female main character in the Star Wars movie. Yeah. And it's her story. She's the heroine here. She's coming into her own. She is supposed to be Ray Nobody. She's supposed to make her own path in the world. It doesn't matter where her power come from, pa- powers come from, because do we even know where Anakin's come from? No, and nobody ever cared, nope. <laughs> frankly, because he's a man. Yet here, this is a direct response to the the fan bros out there uh, being like, where does her powers come from if she's a nobody? You know, we can't have a woman have any kind of power in this yep. world. <laughs> so, of course, what do we do? Well, we explain it by tying her powers... To a man. To a man. Yeah. You have his power. It is not yours. It never okay. was yours. And yeah. now we're also tainting it by making it into something bad because it's related to who? Palpatine. So now it's also this evil thing that you should fear even more. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I get it. <laughs> this is not the feminist agenda that the fan bros were supposedly saying that Disney was going for. This is like literally the exact opposite of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's awful. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, we follow this with at least something interesting, which is uh, the introduction of the dyad. Yeah. Um, so Kylo says, we're a dyad in the force, Ray. Two that are one. And then he removes his mask. Looks glorious. It's literally... Literally well, beautiful. Not, it's not the first time we see his face in the movie, but it, it at this point, it feels like it's been a while. <laughs> you can tell he primped up before. He did the whole, like, hair, you know... Oh, yeah. ...schedule with his hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rinse repeat like put all the, the that hair was shampooed repeat. it was conditioned yeah it was combed it was, it was yeah, styled he, was he used that diffuser real well oh, yeah he he used his hair curlers or hair yeah. i don't know he was he slept with you know rolls <laughs> <laughs> he was prepared for that date <laughs> and he offers her his hand gloved hand his gloved hand yes um and Basically, yeah, not much happens in that, you know, scene. Besides well, she does, just, like, a weird superhero, like, fling into the right, falcon. Which defies gravity in every way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how she's able to do that. She was literally out in space and did that. Yeah. I'll drink. I'll drink. But then again, we have to say, Leia did the same thing in TLJ. And I, I will say that's not a scene that I like in TLJ. Same, that was not a scene I liked either. I hate that the Mary Poppins... Thing or she like oh, drags herself back yeah. in space. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. That was, <laughs> looks dumb. That was weird. So she kind of does the same thing here. Um, but whatever. And um, 
we're back on the ship on the falcon and she's talking to finn again and you know she's kind of trying to grapple with what she just learned and she says people keep telling me they know me i'm afraid no one does did anyone else um as i don't know i don't think you watched the trailer but like did anyone else like wait for that but i do from kylo ren and it haunts you Till this day, that you never heard him say, but I do, like, I know you. And every night. And it's not in the movie? No. 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 At all? I believe, maybe, was she talking to Ben? I don't know. It's in the book, I think. But not in this moment. But there's a, I feel like I remember the but I do appearing in the book in a different scene where she's again talking about, like, nobody understanding her type of thing but not in this precise moment or something like that but um but i do doesn't appear here but we know we know he says it okay ben was there you know force timing and you know he was just like but i do i know you Don't literally in her mind going but i do babe i know you i know yeah. everything about you babe uh so we're off to the death star the remnants of the Death Star, and uh, Ray decides to take matters in her own hands, and she goes despite the waters being like really, you know, dangerous and it's all over the place. Uh, but she goes anyway because she's at this point, you know, she's feeling really lonely. I'm just saying, like she's just she's fully separating herself from her friends. Yeah isolating herself and i don't even think she told him that she's palpatine's granddaughter like it's not she never does she never does is it because she fears like their fear like that they're gonna she fears that she won't be accepted by them so she's like harboring this big secret from her supposed found family and she's dealing with it alone i mean obviously she has ben but like she doesn't feel like she has him because they're on opposing sides so she has an encounter with dark ray as she picks up who tells her something that honestly sensible words have been spoken she says don't be afraid of who you are i feel like she was right (laughs) and i loved dark ray's double lights double-edged lightsaber i loved her lightsaber Yeah. yeah like what was the point of the staff if not to have a double-bladed lightsaber, well, I will tell you why. Because she literally says in the book why she didn't go for a double-bladed lightsaber. What, why was what, it? What, what, what? Because she went with the lightsaber that's as far from Dark Ray's lightsaber as possible. She wanted mm. the exact opposite. So why? she's still very much fearing the dark side in her. The darkness in her. So she's still fearing that. Yeah. By the end of it, she's still fearing that. She was like, oh, Dark Ray had a double-bladed lightsaber? Then I'll have not that, and I'll have a yellow lightsaber. And, yeah. So she's still fearing that by the end. So it's like, have we made no progress whatsoever? (laughs) I feel like we've backtracked, actually. She clearly did not have, like, a a progressing character arc in this movie. Yeah. It's sad. It's actually really sad. But, like, don't be afraid of who you are. Yeah. Don't. Anyways, so she finds the Wayfinder, and as she's talking, well, I guess being attacked by Dark Ray, um, she falls and it rolls, the Wayfinder, and um, Kylo Ren's there, and he picks it up. And it looks like, a, I really thought it was this man's foot for, like, the <laughs> longest time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you just see him stand up with his, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was his foot. That would have been sexy, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it was like a claw. I was like, this man has, like, that's his Sith uh, characteristic, clawed feet. Chicken feet, yeah. Yeah. 
but he looks hot. You know, the lighting is so good in that scene. He, He's uh, looking like a prince. It's just like that angle of his face is so perfect and yeah. the way he's just like standing there looking at it. And I love that she ignites her lightsaber and right away he like he's like, God damn it, here we go again. <laughs> he's so done with her. He's like, I don't wanna fight my wife. And I will say I do feel like more of Ben's personality was slowly seeping through, like maybe yeah. unbeknownst to him. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was just, like, really giving me Ben vibes. and I He was it. so ready to have a conversation with yeah. her. And he's like, oh, God damn it. Here we go again. She's mad. She's always mad. <laughs> now I got to fight her? And I don't even want to fight her. <laughs> yeah. But he says something um, important. He says, you can't go back to her, speak- like, her being uh, his mom, Leia. Leia. Uh, you can't go back to her now. Like, I can't. Obviously, this... Uh, relates to the fact that when he after the whole like jedi academy thing that burnt down and the whole luke thing he felt like he couldn't go back to his mom and also killing his father i feel like that's something that is very much fresh and he's still living with and he strongly believes still a touchy subject though the what (laughs) the father's a little bit of a touchy subject no but i think the idea of killing his father also like really hammers in the idea that he can't go home like he really believes that he will never be forgiven but I think there was a special connection between him and Leia that he didn't have with Han. Yeah, but I still feel like killing your father is a big thing that you would feel like is unforgivable. Especially with, like, you know, to the woman that loved him a lot. But he can't, he, he can't go back to her. Yeah. No matter what. And um, he never does. <laughs> I'm a treat to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, during that time, Ray is, like, very much, like triggered like she is like she just experienced dark gray and she's just like she's just like i don't know in touch with her dark side and then she's not even hearing him out at this point she's just like give it to me (laughs) and he shudders he literally clutches his (laughs) pearls he's like literally scared and horny he is he is horny like as soon as she said give it to me i'm i strongly believe yeah. He thought she was talking about his dick. And then he, he, he crushes the wayfinder and he says, the only way you're getting to Exegol is on my lap. <laughs> right? Because the ship does not have a second seater. Like, it's not a two-seater. No, it's a, it's a one-seater. Yeah. Uh, little, what's it called? Tie Whisperer is his ship. Oh, yes. Tie Whisperer. Not a tie it's, a, it's a one-seater type of deal. So it's like, the only way you're going, babe, is on my lap. <laughs> That was hot. I um, wish we got that scene. Sadly, we did not. Obviously, it doesn't happen. And then they start fighting again because Ray is mad. And at first, I love that he doesn't even take his lightsaber out. Like he's, he's just not like even walking around. Her. <laughs> he's just like letting her like get like, her anger out. And then he's like, "Okay, fine, I ignite my lightsaber, but I'm not even gonna like fight you. Like I'm not gonna oh, like." Oh yeah. You know. Anyways, yeah. loved it. He's kind of deflecting. Like, he's not really attacking or anything. He's just, like, toying with her, like, fine. Like, you want us to fight, I guess we'll fight. But you can see that, like, their heart is not in it. No, yeah. Um, Especially his. Like, his is very much not... Like, he has not been in the mood to fight her at all this whole movie. But um, there are moments where, on the Death Death Star, where he's not... Like, they're not even doing anything. They're just staring at each other. Staring at each other, yeah. Because they're exhausted. And they have so many moments where, like, it's open. Like, you can kill him if you wanted to. You can kill her if you wanted to. But they don't. Like, that's not their intent at this point. Yeah. But you also see how heavy, you know, it 
I feel like it gets heavier for him to be Kylo Ren. And in that scene, especially when he's fighting her, it's like, it's especially heavy to carry that lightsaber and fight her because it's like, he's not there anymore. Like, he's he's past that. He doesn't want to be that anymore. Yeah. Um... So that's great. But also, like, there was a lot of, of backlash uh, about, like, the, the lightsaber fights in this in this trilogy. But I personally think that they look really real. The point of the fights in this trilogy are much more emotional. It's not about looking flashy. It's not about yeah. looking cool. It's about what is going on emotionally between these characters kind of like the same thing that like a sex scene would do in a romance novel it's kind of, well, I mean you know it's foreplay for them yeah <laughs> but you know what I mean like it's it's an it's an emotional thing it's like it's showing you where the characters are before the fight during the fight they're kind of like dealing with things and then after the fight it's different you know they're somewhere else now yeah they've evolved yeah so agreed. I will say with these, like, this scene in particular, but, like, a lot of Ray's, like, force use, I just found it so, like, annoying. Like, in the sense where, like, her random, like, superhero landings and, like, her, like, mm. flips are, like, I don't know. I just, like, I was, like, what are we going for? Like, this is not giving me, like, Jedi trained or, like, you know, someone that's, one, like, one with the force type of movement. It felt very much Marvel-like. S. I have a question for you on that front because this was a first for you. So, like, was it weird sometimes, like, seeing them start doing tricks that they've never done before? Like, was that weird? Like, did you notice, like, why is it, are they, like, fucking flying all of a sudden? Like, people can fly now? No, I just accepted what was given. <laughs> well, I think I think this may be also why you had a better experience than all of yeah. us. Because you, you don't have the, like, knowledge... Mm-hmm. about star wars and what makes sense and what doesn't make sense in this universe yeah. so for you it's just like accepting the facts as they are and you're just like having fun but not only that i honestly feel like if you didn't like close like analyze it and close read it the way that we did or like i don't know like a lot of like Raylos did pour your heart and soul and tears and blood exactly into it. Yeah. then this movie was enjoyable i know my sister hands down loves this movie she's like it was the best one oh, and really? i'm like my mom too she had a yeah. blast so I honestly feel like if you're not, like, analyzing it to the point that, like, it makes you sick, then you'll, like, enjoy it. And, like, I, yeah. I'm so happy you enjoy it, S, and I wish I had that satisfaction, but I never did. And it was because I think I, I'm, like, I nitpick and I really, like, focus in on things because, like, I would, like, rewatch them over and over again. And, like, this was, in, like, in a sense, I rewatched the trailers over and over and over again to the point where, like, I analyzed every little thing. And anyways... So that's yeah. why I feel like it was a big thing that I didn't enjoy it. And, like, I can see why you did. And a lot of other people did. Yeah. Which is fair. Like, I, I that's movies are meant to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it has to be said. Like, Star Wars is mythology to a lot of people. Like, this is huge. It's ingrained mm-hmm. into so much of pop culture. And it's, you know, what people have been raised with you know it's yeah. part of who they are yeah um and so and a lot of that is because it's so rich in mythology and yeah symbolism is so strong mm-hmm. in like star wars universe yeah but it was kind of absent in this one i yeah. think it was more of like a it didn't feel like a, a star wars movie in the sense that like it didn't have 
those things or like it went back on some of the things that we had learned in previous movies in this sequel trilogy i think the only part of it that really added to the mythos of star wars was the dyad yeah that's the whole concept that yeah that taps into that directly Mm -hmm. but the rest of it was just like flashy stuff and cool scenes and funny encounters and weird monster things and you know like aliens yeah, I mean, which is fair. Like, you go into, like I said, you go into a movie usually to enjoy it. Like, I don't know. Like you said, if it's not something that you've, like, I guess been a part of, I don't know, this. I feel like the universe is so vast. Like, there's so many other outlets and, like, so many other, like, types of media out there for Star Wars. That I mean, like, if you're not exposed to it and, like, you didn't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, they have a responsibility, though, to make it meaningful to kids out there. You know, well, like, I agree. That's and I think they thing. did. It was very disrespectful the way they handled Ray's arc in this, for sure. As a main character, as a heroine, as a person that struggled throughout her life, it was a disservice. Anyways, uh, he <laughs> puts Ray on her knees during that fight. <laughs> and he, he gets this opportunity, you know, to go for a killing shot, and he doesn't. Uh, and then he senses Leia. Wait, wait, uh, wait. Dying. Before that, you didn't mention. This man has a literal Darcy moment. Yeah, when he's, like, the the, the wave is, like, hitting the, oh, the ship. Right. And, like, the water is falling like rain. And he's walking all, like, seductive right. in the water. Yeah, and she's looking yeah. at him. Oh, it was so good. Right. She did her other... Is that the one you're saying? She flipped over the water, the wave or whatever. And then, like, Yeah, she was waiting for right him. He, she probably thought he was going to flip over, but he just walked, walked through right it. Through it. Yeah. yeah there are edits of that scene with the pride and prejudice yeah. music playing of like oh, darcy really? walking at dawn yeah it's great yeah anyways um, now yeah she's on her yeah. knees in front of his crotch yeah looking hat <laughs> um anyways he senses leia dying so he doesn't go for it he's kind of distracted and of course ray uh seizes the moment she seizes the opportunity she's like i am going for that killing shot yeah. Oh, we have a question in the audience. No, no, no keep going. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, she goes for it with his saber. And this is yeah. one of those moments of brilliance in the movie because <laughs> she goes for the killing shot in the exact spot where he killed his father. So this is yeah. symbolic because oh. the weapon that delivered the killing shot on his dad is delivering the same killing shot on him, on Kylo. Kylo is dying in that moment. Not Ben, Kylo. It's pretty cool when you think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember at first I was like, why would Ray ever do that? But then when I figured that out, I was like, you know what? It's symbolic in that way. I can accept the fact that she went for it. You know, she killed Kylo and, you know, brought back Ben. Yeah. Um, and she heals him uh, after that. And uh, she heals the scar in the same... His face, you know, yeah. Yeah, she heals the scar the wound that she delivered in The Force Awakens yeah. on him. So she's healing all of it, and Ben is reborn. Okay. I feel like she's pulling out her notepad. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sticky for this, because this is something that we talked about yesterday. Um, okay, so Leia dies in this scene. Yeah. Well, she's dying, but she's kind of hanging on as well. But is it, was it because she's dying that she decides to call to Ben through the force or is it the fact that she dies because she uses her whole energy to try to to try yeah. to 
talk with Ben to try to communicate with him through the Force. It was her last ditch effort, I believe, to bring her son back. And full well knowing that she will die. Okay, so that's what killed her, not the killing blow to the... No. no. Not what Ray did, right? To... No. To Kylo. No, it was, it was reaching out to him. But she felt it the moment that she went in for the stab, for the kill, yeah. right? For the... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Ray realizes her mistake right away before healing him. You know, she realizes, mm-hmm. oh my god, Leia died. And I'm like, wow, how evil must you be? <laughs> that you... <laughs> like, this man, his mom just died. <laughs> and you're like... How about I kill him? <laughs> no, and then, like, yeah, she sees, like, obviously what he's going through. She's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, I just did that. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. she. And that's why she heals him. But um... but also, I don't think she intended to kill him. I think that was her tapping into the dark side to the point where, like, she was just so in, like, in it with the dark side that she, like, wasn't really thinking. But that's what's so interesting. Kylo, from the beginning, from The Force Awakens, his journey is full of moments of hesitation Mm -hmm. every time he has to do something huge that he thinks will cement him further into this persona of kylo ren he hesitates yeah ray has no such moments she's when she goes dark she's like yeah i'm going there (laughs) so this is how i felt in that moment i think it's like the reason why ben or kylo struggles with the dark side is that he is i think always supposed to be like in the light whereas like ray struggles with the light like she struggles with like making those quote-unquote right jedi decisions and like maybe she's always meant to be dark like what in case tinfoil hat i guess is coming on like a switch happens like i think that could be something that would be interesting seeing dark ray i would love to see dark ray i would love to see dark ray but i hate that that then instills this kind of like mindset that oh you come from an evil family therefore you will always just go True. dark. Like yeah. you cannot fight back against that. That that's you're you're doomed, basically. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the idea of like the that. great Jedi. But oh, uh, we're not getting it. Yeah, here. embrace both the light and the dark. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. Like we're all both. Like we make good decisions. We make bad decisions. We've talked about this already. But it's just yeah. like you're never fully good and you're never fully bad. So I don't understand this idea of like the Jedi and the Sith. Like I don't understand it. Uh, and this scene ends with uh, a very important line. Yes. Uh, she says, I did want to take your hand. Ben's hand. Yeah. <laughs> and S is doing oh. little hands. <laughs> little hands. <laughs> and Ben is like, what? Like, in his head. Like, I feel like you, Adam Driver is, like, amazing at, like, the minuscule expressions on his face. Like, he is such a yeah. talented actor. We've said this a million times. But, like, just his expression in that scene when he hears that, it's just amazing yeah and then she leaves his ass takes his like his <laughs> ship, too. ship she took it and then uh we have again one of the other like brilliant scenes in in this movie the scene that broke me <laughs> yeah uh we have a, a redo of the force awakens scene where kylo kills his dad yeah um almost word for word and this is really beautiful and cathartic because you know in the first movie he says i know what i have to do i don't know if i have the strength to do it and then he yeah. kills his dad in the second movie he's, he says i i know what i have to do and then he kills snoke 
Um, and then here we have a, you know, we have the same sentence again. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And yeah. finally, he does have the strength to do the right thing this time around for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, thoughts, opinions on this scene. How do you feel? I didn't catch that the first, this third time watching this movie. Wait, it's a redo? No, of the conversation. I didn't catch that there was something the same conversation. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. It was literally him reliving that memory, but like rewriting it. Like Han wasn't actually there. Like it was just his memory. And it was heartbreaking. Like for me, it was just like, that's where I was like, I'm done. Like it's just like he's such a broken person. And like the fact that like, he was just dealing with us all alone and like he truly believes there's no hope in him like there's like he's so broken at that point and like you feel his grief you feel his regret you feel it all and like when when it all happens and like he literally says dad and like his voice is all shaky yeah. and like you can tell he's broken and like yeah. Han just says, I know. And like I feel like that's a nod to like the mm -hmm. whole I love you, I know. So like that was yeah. Ben telling his father, like, I'm sorry. I you, and I love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like Han is like, I know. And like it was just so sad. Yeah. And like when he like throws it in the water and he looks back at Han, like he well, he looks back hoping to see his father there, looking at him probably with pride and happiness. It's he's gone because that was the end of his memory. Oh, stop! This is gonna make me cry. He's back to being all alone. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, I had to pause the movie and like actually sob because I was like, he finally did the right thing, and then he just gets punished for it, like punished for like his past deeds, and not even given a chance to redeem himself in any way. And that's when like the waterworks happened, and I was like, VMing you guys, and literally crying my eyes out. That went dark. I'm gonna take a drink yeah. for that because. <laughs> What's frustrating about that is that you see the greatness that can come out of them exploring yeah. a character's emotions, yes. letting the character be introspective and like exploring their trauma and exploring their grief and exploring, you know, their guilt and everything yeah. they did that they regret doing. And they give him, they allow him this one moment and it's beautiful and it's, you know, it stands out in the whole movie because it's a moment of pause. And we fucking need a pause. In we this movie do. This movie will go, 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 go. Yeah. And then finally we ha we're having someone that's tapping into their, their emotions and, like, not yeah. healing from it, but, like, dealing with it. Finally, he's dealing with his grief and, like, Facing his regret. It, yeah. Veronica, when you watched that scene, like, did you, like, how did that make you feel? Like, did you feel like, are you, like, I don't know where I'm going with this, but, like, were you, like, um, Han shouldn't have died? And, like, I'm so mad at Kylo for doing that? Or were you more, like, I liked, like, seeing him, like, come full circle in that sense? I I was really sad when he he killed his dad. I was, like, I, I was kind of upset with him. Like, why did you have to go that far, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So I wish it wouldn't have happened. But then it's nice to see that. Well, to have that full circle closure moment that I feel like he should have had with his with his parents but because like you said he was so he's been so lost that it's yeah. just it's it was yeah very heartbreaking but yeah i like that he had his little closure moment with his dad yeah i mean i think the the scene in tfa makes sense like it's very greek mythology-esque where it's like oh you know i can't live up to what my father is therefore i must kill the part of me that is my father oh, and yeah. live 
beyond that you know mm-hmm. like it's very much like i must become something else entirely myself and yeah. kill my father in the process it's symbolic obviously he does literally kill his father but i think like that's what it's supposed to embody like him thinking that in doing so he's gonna then you know really become kylo ren and be able to like let go of the light in him which he i think identifies with his dad it doesn't work obviously so we get a scene that i don't even want to talk about literally my notes say we won't even talk about the stupid act two scene the what scene oh i've erased it the one with luke that's like show some respect to that lightsaber the man who threw it obviously and all of a sudden he's back to being like this supreme glorious god i'll drink yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say well thanks for that you saved me uh having to say it myself um hate that so much did you also note guys that she was wearing her her hood which i think screams uh refilm that was a re uh redo of right oh, really yeah i think it was like put in because she's wearing her hood and she never takes it off so one it's either she didn't have the buns on or like she just didn't have the hairdo but you see her tattoo at the back of her neck peep out all the time and her buns look so messy like when you you know when it's the, the wig there was a lot of controversy around the wig. Like, it looks good in some scenes, which we think is, like, the original movie. And then the reshoots, yeah. like, a bad wig. They didn't do a good job. And then her tattoo is showing. Like, they didn't even take the time to, like, you cover, know, it? cover that. What? Yeah. Yeah. The the post-trust days, while they were awful, honestly, great content sometimes. <laughs> like, it was, like, I, in a way, I, I did feel, like, vindicated in the sense where, like, yeah. I felt like this was not the movie we were supposed to get. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the original one was that J.J. Abrams planned. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, for all you know, it could have been Disney that, like, influenced, like, the decision to reshoot scenes and, like, maybe redo a lot of the story. We don't know, and we'll never know. But the point of this scene is that uh, it just further cements that Rey is now Luke 2.0. Yeah. And that um, she's stripped of everything that made her her and made her unique and important in this in her own fucking story. Because now she's just there to complete the will of the Jedi. And all the Jedi live in you now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Ray arrives on Exegol. She meets Grandpa for the first wait, time. Wait, wait. Before she, um, you know, goes there, uh, Luke also gives her Leia's lightsaber. Right. Um, so she has two now. Because Leia was supposedly training at some point, even though original Leia was totally against that. But we don't care about that. Leia loves lightsabers now. We care about the incestuous Luke and Leia bond. <laughs> um, anyways, she arrives on Exegol. Uh, Palpatine, who wanted her dead at the beginning of the movie, Which remember? Doesn't make sense. Now doesn't want her dead. Listen, he's old. He's a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, like, he firmly believed, like, he knew, like, Ben would never kill Ray, and he knew that, like, she would show up. I don't know. I'm trying to make it make sense. Because what would he have done if, like, Ben actually killed Ray? He would never. That's what I'm saying. He knew. Palpatine knew that he would never kill Rey, that Rey would show up. I don't know. Palpatine is a little flaky in this movie, which is not his typical self. Usually he has a pretty solid plan and he enacts it, you know, 
like he's he's better than but he's old you know we have to give him some slack <laughs> he's died a couple of times and, he's like over you know? like nine no over, like a hundred <laughs> i don't even know he was easily like pushing 50 something maybe 60 in the uh prequel trilogy and then like jump ahead like was it 19 years and something had sex with that no one had sex with that wasn't it um sorry clones like, he, he was trying to make another clone. Or was this just a theory? He was trying to make a clone, but then, like, I think it was the son. Like, the son, but it was a clone. Like, a defect clone. And the clone ran away and then met Ray's mom. And then they had their little relationship. And then Ray happened. Was that not? No, I think that's a theory. I don't, I don't. So I someone don't actually that... had sex with Palpatine is what you're I, telling me. As far as we know, somebody actually had sex with that. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, I yeah. just can't see anyone doing that. There's some devoted fans in that stadium. There are some devoted fans. No, but I'm just saying, was this, like, after the whole, like, ultimate power? And, like, he becomes, like, all, like, nasty, wrinkly. Like, I'm curious. I need to know that the timeline of this. You'll get that reference, as when you watch um, the movies. Maybe it's explained somewhere in, like, a visual dictionary or some shit. I don't know. That he had sex? Here's how Palpatine had sex. When and with who? <laughs> see, we need a lady whistle down. Lady we whistle see, down. Yes. know this. Your theory, like your idea, I think they should really, uh, they should really do it. Um, but he does say you and your new family will die, and then it literally cuts to Ben arriving on Exegol. Yes, like, I did how, notice that this time. How great is that? Yeah. Um, he arrives. And his music! And his music. It's a heroic <laughs> rendition of his evil theme. Yes. And he is running for his babe. And it's beautiful. And he's <laughs> yeah. Ben. And his sweater has a cute little hole in it. And his hair. And his and hair. And he's so much lighter. Like He, he just, is he so moves light. completely differently now. Yeah. Like, he's free. He's like, the it's... armor is off. Like, the burden of, like, the... The guilt, the regret, the everything that he's done is gone. Like he, I yeah. loved it. I love seeing him that way. Yeah, and it. You, you said earlier, like how you know he says so much with so little with his face. Well, here you see how he's been doing that for three movies. Yeah, as Kylo Ren, but you see that that was all you know acting because that was all all a part of who Kylo Ren was because the second that that persona is no longer in the equation, suddenly he's expressive mm -hmm. and, you know, his face moves and changes and he, he he's just completely, like, he becomes someone else. Becomes and you dead. see little, like, you know, things that Han Solo would have done. Ugh, little yes. moves, the little swagger, the little, like, I don't know, attitude and cockiness. Imagine, like, the little shrug he does, like, ah, Like, he seems like such a snarky, like, sarcastic man that I really wanted to know. And maybe yeah. would have wanted more than, like, more than one line. Yeah. You know, Same. Al was not enough yeah. for me. Yeah. I wanted so much more time with him. Yeah. I can agree to that. Yeah, same. It was short-lived. And it's sad because literally everyone that came out of the movie, whether you liked it or not, I think everyone agrees that yeah. that was great that that moment that the precious little moments that we got with ben solo everyone's like i wanted more of that yeah and i think they could have like easily done that by having him like turn to the light a lot sooner um 
so I want to play a little uh, video. Hopefully you guys can hear it. Um, it is uh, Adam Driver Ugh. talking about Ben. <laughs> the way he loved Ben Solo. And the thing that we star- started with for who is Ben then is someone who has hope. There's no more ambiguity about what it is that he has to do. There's no more seesaw that's happening. For the first time, someone who's never had the answer now finally knows his purpose or destiny. He has to let her know that that they're together. But I don't know that he entirely is sure what's going to happen from there. Nor do I think he cares. I think it's so long as he's with her, he's on the right path. So long as he's with her, he's on the right path. And Ben is someone who has hope. That is just so... Like, that man completely understands his character, I think, more so than anyone else. He understood the assignment and, like, excelled at it. Like, oh, he was amazing. Yeah. And the respect he had for the character, too. Like, it's very rare you see that. Like, he put his all into Ben Solo and, like, Kylo Ren and all of that. But, like, yeah, it's just, like, I loved, like, seeing that pride that he felt. And I wish, like, I hope, I pray that he's given the chance to play that character again. A lot of people think he wouldn't, and I actually disagree because I think he if would. you've heard him talk about Ben Solo, he is actually very protective of that character. Like he he doesn't have he doesn't like using stunt doubles because he likes he wants to be he knows what the physicality of Kylo Ren and Ben yeah. Solo is. Like he knows how to move his body to embody this character and he doesn't want someone else to do it for him. Like he is very protective of that character. So if given the chance, I don't think he would let someone else do it. You know, he would be like, no, 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 I'm doing this. No, and no one else at all would ever, like, do anything close to what Adam Driver did for Ben Solo and Kylo Ren. But I also feel like he would come back for, like, if it's, like, if it's someone he trusts with the character as well. So they meet up in the cathedral, and I'm not making that up. It's literally described as a cathedral <laughs> where uh, the throne is, um, and they are breathing in sync. They oh. are, he's wearing black, she's wearing white. It literally looks like they're getting married. But it's also like a throwback to like the Snoke throne room scene because Palpatine's yeah. narrating again what's happening. And but... we get a taste of what it could have been for them to fight side to side as opposed yes. to back to back. And then that's taken away real quick. <laughs> it's like, you thought you got excited? Never mind. No, okay, but you're skipping over the important scene. So basically, as, like, he's narrating, Palpatine's narrating what's happening, Ray's, like, her lightsaber is ignited, and, like, she reaches to, like, you know, she's reaching back, and Palpatine assumes it's to, you know, strike him down to kill him so that all the Sith will live in her, and, like, Palpatine would be, like, reborn in her. Really gross, creepy things. And then, um, so basically, yeah, the lightsaber through the force bond, because it's that powerful at this point, him as Ben Solo, the bond is so strong that, like, she, they're allowed to pass things through the force, and he gets the lightsaber. He finally gets his grandfather's lightsaber. Yeah, yeah that was badass, too. That was a badass scene. Yeah, it was such a good scene. I will yeah. say that was a really good scene. They get to the, the cathedral, blah, blah, blah. That's when uh, Palpatine is like, it's a power like life itself. And then he literally launches, no, wait, uh, Ben wakes up first because he like sucks the something out of them. I don't know what that was. So he sucks something out of them. Force? I don't know. I don't know. And then he revives himself 
stand together, die together. Yeah. That's what he says. But also, um, um, I really love that one, like, little, little moment of, like, Ray and Ben um, right before, like, that happens. Like, when, like, they nod at each other. Like, they're checking in with each other. I thought that scene was so cute, too. Like, it was a small little thing. But I just, I love, like, he honestly cared for her so much. And she did, too. As soon as, like, she really meant it. As soon as, like, he became Ben, she was all in. She was there for him and with him. Absolutely. She knew. Yeah. Yeah, she knew deep down. Like she doesn't, he doesn't need to say anything. She knows where his his intentions lie. Yeah, I love that in the trailer. At the end of the trailer, we just got like that shot of her. Yeah, her eyes, and we all predicted we that she was looking at redeemed Ben Solo. Like yeah. we just knew she, those eyes are for one person and one person only, and it's for Ben. Yeah, uh, we were right. It's the one thing. One thing we were right about. <laughs> Anyways, yes, now, yeah, life force being sucked out. He gets fl- flying into, like, a hole. Launched into the pit, never to be seen again, and that's a Yeah, and then um, Palpatine literally slaps us in the face, and he's, like, the last Skywalker falls or something like that. It's the rise of Skywalker, but ain't no Skywalker rising. No, 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 it was the fall of Skywalker. Who's rising? <laughs> Ray Skywalker, apparently. I'll drink. So Ben wakes up first before he launch- he's launched into the pit. He wakes right. up first and actually you can see him reaching out towards Ray yeah. and literally saying Ray. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> like his first instinct is to, to go towards her, like make sure that she's okay. Yeah. I wish we had more of them. I know. This is my problem. I needed more Ben Solo. Happy Ben Solo. Yeah. yeah. Happy Ben Solo. Like, one Solo. that's, like, certain in, like, who he is. You know, happy doesn't mean that, that his life is smooth sailing. No. And that, you know, the whole galaxy is cool with him and stuff. It doesn't mean that there's no trials ahead of him. It just yeah. means that he's found purpose. Exactly. And that gives him happiness. Exactly. And it's like, like you said, it's not like he should be forgiven for what he's done. I think he still needed to, like own up to what he did and like you know pay the price like he did massacre a lot of people he killed a lot of people he destroyed a lot of things he yeah i just i don't know people misinterpret what redeemed or like on the road to redemption means redemption is just the start then you need to atone exactly it's a lifelong path yeah it's not just you know a a done deal it's kind of like thinking about like a drug addict for instance like once you've made a recovery then it's it's a lifelong commitment it's a lifelong battle that you need to keep up that you need to constantly fight for yeah it's not just like a oh i'm cool now and like i'm clean and i'll always be clean it's like no of course not and it rewrites all my past wrongdoings it doesn't right obviously not right we end at the kiss and that's where the movie ends well uh first ray asks the jedi of the past to be with her oh boy and they cannot be bothered to actually show up in person they just like shout a few words through the force they're like go ray do your you thing you got this keep going yeah. you do you boo <laughs> and she hears the like the person that ben has been dying to hear yearning to hear he hears, sorry, she, she hears, hears Anakin, Anakin Skywalker, Anakin, yeah. a.k.a. Ben Solo's grandfather, a.k.a. the person that never went to his own grandson, a.k.a. the person that's in the ditch that did not hear his grandfather. I'll drink. 
That's even worse, Ed. I'll drink with you. <laughs> this boy, this boy, his whole life has just wanted a sign from his grandfather. Like, literally, he just wanted that. And if Anakin had had connected with him in some capacity and to let him know, like, I changed, I turned, this is not the right yeah. path for you. There's, there's the light, the light is in you and, and let it guide you out that of this darkness. That would have been awesome. I know. Right? Like, I know. And no, he reaches out to Ray and son. He's like, go, Ray. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, bitter, bitter, bitter. Yeah. Um, Anyways, anyway. Ray finds the power in her with all the Jedi also inside her. Well, um, she's a vessel for them. That's she, what she, this, she was reduced to a vessel. To a vessel. That was her that was her character arc. Her end of the her whole character arc was her being a vessel for the Jedi. Her being a vessel for all these men plus a few women. To do what they wanted to do but didn't manage to do. Yeah. Like her agency, her story, was her gone. wants, her desires no longer matter. It's you need to complete this and it might actually kill you because we won't actually help you out. <laughs> My question then, okay, so this is a valid question. It's not a criticism. It's like, so if they are all force ghosts, right? At that point, like, they are all, like, they've made that tr- transition to, like, you know, the next stage in their life is, like, you know, force ghosts. So did they not have the force energy within them to help power up Ray, to help, you know, save Ben as well when he did the transfer of force whatever yeah. Where were they? Where the fuck were they? Where the fuck were they when it mattered? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Um, they had the one one trip, one trip only, and then they were gone. This is why I asked earlier, Veronica, if if we could spoil Throne of Glass for you, because yeah, um, this reminded me of the gods oh. in Throne of Glass, who literally used. Aelin as a vessel to get what they wanted yeah. and they didn't care that it was going to kill her they were just like we need someone to do it and you just happen to be there so we're just going to wow. use you yeah. for our own ends except the difference is she got the satisfaction of sticking it to them whereas yeah. in this one she was grateful you know they she's fully knew grateful she was to be their die. vessel yeah yeah, yeah. Like, th- you can't do that by yourself. And yet, instead of using your own power, you instead drain someone else of their own life and and sacrifice them, basically, because they're there. It's just, it's horrible. I, yeah. I hate it. And then, and then she literally dies. The heroine in a Disney movie for kids dies. She dies for something like, yeah, she believed in the fight, but it was like, it wasn't even her fight. Like, it should not have been her fight. It should have been like, you know, like, Anakin really should have showed up. Like, you had even, like, Obi-Wan. You had literally everyone there that could have showed up, but they did not. She was alone. And you know who whose right it was to avenge his family? Ben Solo. Ben. The, the boy who has been traumatized and groomed yeah. and haunted by this man and and this man has killed his entire family. His entire family. He doesn't get the chance to kill that man. He doesn't get the satisfaction of killing his abuser. He's thrown into a pit, forgotten. Forgotten. Thrown away. 
like a piece of garbage. <laughs> I will drink. I will drink. But it's just like, it's just so aggravating because like you said, March, he was the last Skywalker. He's the true Skywalker, I guess. He's the hope of heir. the galaxy. You know, like you said, it's just like, it would have made sense if he was able to actually kill Palpatine. Like do what his grandfather was, you know, that like what he did. And it's just like. Or do it together. Do it together. Why yeah. couldn't together they do it and... together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Combined together, the force, the power of the dyad should have been enough to win over Palpatine. Yeah. You know, the power of love, unconditional love, should have won by itself. Just that. That's a Disney movie right yeah, there. Yeah, and I think having that true, like, balance within yourself, I think should have given you enough power together to defeat this big bat. That being said, Ray actually does die. Ben Solo yeah. does rise. He ben does climbs rise. out, and I am crying. Yeah, he is <laughs> broken. this precise his, moment. He, his ribs are broken. His foot, his leg is clearly his broken. His ribs are Girl. broken. Hold on, I'm going to read an excerpt from the book. Read the excerpt. His ankle was twisted, and he was pretty sure he'd broken at least two ribs. But he had to get back to the throne room, because he couldn't sense Ray at all. The climb up was agonizing. Each time he reached for a handhold, a hot knife of pain stabbed his, uh, his left side. Dizziness threatened to send him tumbling back into the abyss. But he kept on, one hand over the other, until finally his fingers grasped grasped the top. He hauled himself over the side, paused a moment to catch his breath, dragged himself to his feet. Ben made it only a few steps before he crumpled, forced himself to his feet yet again, limped forward. He could see her now, collapsed on the floor, and the pain in his chest was suddenly so much worse than that of a couple broken ribs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that is so sad. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Who are we suing? <laughs> Who are we suing? Oh. <laughs> that is so sad. Emotional damage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drink myself. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's crawling to her. You know that song where it's like, I'll crawl home? Dude, I literally hose the air, like, you know, from yeah. Eden. That song, every time I hear it, it's literally Ben Solo crawling to Ray, always in my head. His home. He's crawling back to his home, yeah. and he sees her dead, Stop. and he's like, I can't live in a world where she's not here. Yeah. And he already has made his decision that he would rather see the world with her kill himself in the process. Like, the yeah. world deserves her, not him. What I needed to happen in that mm. scene, though was for Anakin to be there and be like, this is this is what I wanted to do. This is you fulfilling my yeah. mission. My mission was to always save Padme, save the woman that I love, and you finally cracked that code. You figured out how to do it. I like yeah. I needed it and I didn't get it. It's poetry in the sense that in, in The Force Awakens he says, I'll finish what you started, grandfather. But and he did. But because, like you said, Anakin's whole thing was that he wanted to save, you know, the people that he loved from death. And he couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and that was the path to the dark side. And here his son did it through love, you yeah. know, and by giving himself over to love. But we didn't want it to happen this way. 
and that's what I'm saying. I wish that the Jedi, you know, the Jedi that apparently like exist beyond the living world, they could have helped yeah. him and like given like their force, like whatever is left of them to Ben. Like yeah. and through Ben they heal Ray. Like let like use him as like quote unquote a vessel then. Yeah. The heroic theme that was playing before now is like super mournful as he's crawling to her. Yeah. He gets to her, he checks her pulse, and then he hugs her, which, like, by the way, is the first hug he's had in how many years? Stop! Yeah, he's he's he hasn't hugged anyone mm-hmm. at all. In, like, like, take that in. Like, years. probably, I don't even know. His parents were MIA his whole childhood, yeah. and then he gets to Luke's temple, probably didn't even hug anyone there. I don't know. I don't think uh, Luke is not a loving person. Did we tell you, us? He got attacked by a kitchen droid when he was three years old. (laughs) This boy has been traumatized his whole fucking life. Do you not see why I cry? It's just like, I just, I I needed him to be happy. And he finally found that person and, like, that belonging that he always, you know, was searching for. And, like, it just, like, he didn't get it. He got it for, like, a second. And he knew, like, in his soul that, yes, Ray chose him. And he had that belonging. But it... Anyways, I'm going to start crying. He's literally hugging her. And then you see him looking around as if he's looking around for, for guidance. Help. He's yeah. literally begging the heavens. Like, oh. where where are you now? Like, I need help. I need someone to help me. Don't watch <laughs> it again, please. I have to. That is so sad. It's so it's I'm like, sincerely going to cry. And it's so sad. Everyone has abandoned him. Even in this moment, people are still abandoning him. The people that supposedly love him are not there. They were there for Ray, but when it comes to him, silence. And that's my thing. Like, I don't understand what was it for. Like, he was someone that needed that love. And, like, Leia even saw, like, the trauma, you know, that, like, hit her not being there. Even Luke was like, you know, I failed my nephew. Not failed my nephew, but I failed, you know, Ben Solo. Yeah. Like, why weren't you there for him? You fully said that you, I'll see you around, kid. And you never did. This was your perfect opportunity, or, like, I guess the director's perfect opportunity to actually bring that home. And, like, actually Luke showing Ben, like, you know, I forgive you for what you did or whatever you have to say. But also, here, let me help you out. Nothing. No one helped him. And that's what aggravates me, too. I say it aggravate like a million times, but like this whole idea aggravated (laughs) me. It is. Are you watching it, Ed? Do you see him looking around? He's fucking alone. He is alone. And (laughs) so so all he's left with is his own person. And what does he do? In that moment, he realizes he would give up everything only for this woman to live on. So he gives her his life force because apparently that's limited um, and the dyad doesn't mean no thing. The, you know, power like life itself doesn't mean anything in this case uh, because his life is limited and he gives it to her. She wakes up. She gives, you know, she holds his hand. Which and she is, smiles you know, so big. He, he, you can see in his eyes that he can't believe she's back. Yeah. And he looks at her with such love. Yeah. yeah. And she says, Ben. Um, and they kiss. And then he smiles, which again. His smile. First smile in probably years. That was, that's my favorite. Yeah. My favorite scene. 
them that too. smile it's just yeah it's so powerful like you just that's the moment you realize you've never seen him smile before and no. it's like both sad and like so much joy at the same time yeah it's, it's yeah. like weird because he honestly like you said he would rather see her live than be in yeah. a world without her and it's just, like, it's so oh. sad because you feel that in that moment. He's happy that she's living on, but he's sad that he doesn't get to live with her. And where does his body go? Another fucking question we all have. Clearly he's not <laughs> yep. a force ghost. I'll drink. He doesn't, he doesn't get to be a force ghost, apparently. Um, he falls back, he dies, and he disappears. And Ray isn't even given time to, to grieve. mourn. To actually be in touch with her emotions, like you said, to pause. Don't get it. Yeah. What's a pause? He's just, he's gone. Never to be seen again. Doesn't appear again. He's just, I don't know. He's still being punished for what he did uh, to this point. Um, uh, Ray is acting like everything's fine after that. Yeah, she's just <laughs> flying a spaceship like nothing. <laughs> I have another excerpt actually from the book. Um, just to let you know that this was marketed as a very happy ending, happy, happy ending for a Disney movie. Yet here's what Ray feels after he's died. She said, oh, sorry, she dearly would have loved to, uh, the chance to get to know Ben Solo. It felt like half of her was missing and she supposed it was. The girl who had felt alone for all those years on Jakku had been part of a dyad the whole time. And just when she discovered the, that precious connection, that incredible oneness, it was ripped away. Um, and then she says, uh, a voice came to her through the forest, clear and strong. I will always be with you, Ben said. She smiled. Let the truth of it wash over her. No one's ever really gone, she whispered. So, like, he's dead, but he, he does say, I will always be with you. But that's the last we hear of him. Like, Unless, we, we like, never hear true, see him like, again. the Force, as him as a Force ghost, and he's always with her in that sense. I don't know. I Half of her is ripped away. She literally describes it as that. Like, half of her Because they, they are one. They are two that are one. I don't How understand. They happening? literally cannot live without each other. I don't understand what happened. How Sorry, I'm just getting happen? really angry again, and I'm going to shut up. Like, she goes back to the base. The resistance base. She's acting like everything's fine. She is still not told her quote-unquote besties who she really her is. Her family, apparently. Yeah, and, and if I remember correctly in the book, there's literally a line about her saying, like, she's relieved that she'll never have to tell yeah. them. And it's like, so you're gonna lie your whole life about who you are and the fact that you've had this darkness in you yeah. and that you're scared of it. That's exactly what she's going to do. Um, that's how they wrote her, apparently. So what's the moral of the story? Don't be yourself, ever? Hide who you truly are. Pretend? Hide? The heroine does never, like, she never deserves uh, to end up with someone yeah. that loves her and accepts her truly. The people you deserve in your life are the people that wouldn't understand who you really are. Yeah. That wouldn't, wouldn't even try to understand. Because yeah. as we know it, like, if she was to tell Poe, or uh, Finn, who she really is, would you think they would accept her? No. I don't. I, don't I think, think they'd so. be afraid of her. Point blank. Yeah. They'll just be afraid of her and act differently around her. S, what do you think? I think, how dare you <laughs> make me watch these movies? 
I'm in my feelings. <laughs> you made me rewatch it again and relive the trauma. I have not watched these movies since 2019. I I get why. Yeah. I'm sorry, Seth. It's okay. I, I I've I lived like I had a good cry and I haven't had a good cry in a while, so I guess it was good. And um, the final moments of this movie. Oh my gosh! Can we not? Is... The movie's done. The music is so <laughs> ominous. Don't you think? Like when she's on uh, what the fuck is that Tatooine. planet called? Tatooine. The music is so ominous and like haunting, and they're like, "Is this a villain origin story or the end of a happy ending?" I'm confused. It gets like I don't know. It's like super weird and dark and childlike because like she's reverting fully back to TFA Ray. Like, what was that slide? Like, I'm sorry. Are you a child? Like, I thought we were past that. They took, she's no longer, that's the thing, though. She's no longer her own person. She's not a, yeah. a grown woman anymore. Like, she got rid of, like, her gray robes and went back to, like, you know, the virginal white. She's no longer Ray that we knew. And, like, TFA Ray, her one desire in life was to find belonging. Yeah. And from that ex- excerpt that I read, she did find that belonging, and yet it was taken from her. Mm-hmm. So she was punished, ultimately, for wanting that with the wrong person, finding it with the wrong person. And so she ends up alone. Well, quote, unquote, the wrong person. But he wasn't yeah, the wrong person. Of course, yeah. He's actually the only one that understood her on a way, like, on a level that no one else will at all. No one else will understand her that way. She'll never have that feeling again. She's back to feeling like she doesn't belong. She's back to hiding. She's back to being a child and and regressing to those habits. Like, what? And, like, the whole idea of burying it on Tatooine, which is, like, where, like, you know, everything started. It's just, like, I know it's a nod to, like, the original fandom and, like, people that are all like, oh, my gosh, Tatooine. But, like, is no one, like, accepting that the lightsaber that she buried Anakin's lightsaber, he hated Tatooine. He hated, like, the sand, like... I don't understand why. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, it was, yes, it's a funny moment. But he, that was a lot, like, Tatooine was traumatic for him. It's a horrible him. place for him. It's a traumatic place for him. It's a, tr- like, yeah, it's where all the trauma happened. So I don't understand why that was, like, where you decided to bury the lightsabers. Like, why couldn't it be on, like, Naboo? Or why couldn't it be literally yeah. anywhere else that, ha- like, held meeting to, like, the Skywalkers? But also, she's burying Leia's saber with his, and, like, it's pretty well known that Leia and Anakin never, like, got the chance to to make up, and Leia never fully accepted who her father was. So it's like, you're yeah. it's kind of a fuck you to her, too. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't know what they were going for. I clearly they were trying to, like, you know, meet the needs of, like, that side of the fandom, but it yeah. just didn't resonate at all. Because tattooing means nothing to her. And she's walking around, like, looking at the homestead like it means something. And I'm just like, bitch, you don't know any of these people. Yeah. And <laughs> you don't know any of them. <laughs> it just was not. And it was poor. Like, it was a slap in the face to Anakin. It was a slap in the face to literally everyone. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, hey, she got to experience Tatooine where her, her adopted father and mom are from. Yeah. yeah. Ben doesn't get to show up. And he wasn't there, right? In this little no! Room. It was literally, like, mom and dad, Luke and Leia, because they, they're yeah. a couple in the afterlife. Her belonging. Her belonging is with dead people. That's that's what that means. Her family And not the dead. dead person that actually mattered. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. And then, S, uh, what is the last sentence of this movie? <laughs> End or suffering, please. 
She says Ray Skywalker. So that's my question. Like, what did you think of her taking that? I wanted to barf. <laughs> like, <laughs> Skywalker, really? Like, Luke was the person that actually, like, resonated with you and, like, you felt belonging there I would have accepted Solo I really would have accepted like her taking like even if it's after Han Solo he was like her first like person like adult figure that like actually like felt like you know that understood her in a way but also she's just like taking Ben's name like his last name Solo I just feel like it would have made more sense I don't like Skywalker really anyways and rant what do you guys think about it I like that like if she would have because I felt like she had more of a connection with Han Solo than yeah. With, yeah. like that fatherly figure type yeah. of relationship yeah, yeah. and it was so nice and it felt genuine and it, I liked I liked that genuine too genuine is had, a good word yeah they, yeah they had their their it was special and then the way she felt with Leia as well like very yeah. motherly and then yeah like with Luke it didn't seem like he was I mean he trained her in some you know but it, it never like that fatherly figure it never felt like that yeah. so yeah I would have I would have liked that like her yeah ray solo or maybe own up to palpatine just be like i'm ray palpatine i don't know literally like anything work the last name into something good exactly into something positive because yeah. now like she sees palpatine as like this negative like presence and in a way i guess if like you're looking at it in a different lens you can say like the palpatines won like a palpatine took over the last name of skywalker they erased the skywalker line palpatine yeah. won yeah Palpatine is the last one standing. Yep. And has now adopted the Skywalker name. Like, what in the world? I yeah. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it either. Um yeah. Plus like TLJ kind of made it obvious because in TFA, you know, that line where Maz Kanata is like, Oh, the belongings you seek is not behind you, it is yeah. ahead and there's someone who could still come back. Her first instinct is to go, Luke. And Maz doesn't say anything. She doesn't confirm that. And then the whole point of TLJ is for for Rey to go on that adventure seeking that belonging from Luke. And to be proven that that is not where you're going to find it. He's a disappointment in that regard. If you you seek that from him, you're, you're seeking it in the wrong place. So it doesn't even make sense for her to take up that name because it's no, like yeah. no, you it was it was a failed thing. Like yeah. you guys didn't get along, and like even if you read the TLJ novelization, it makes it pretty obvious that like they don't get along. They don't, <laughs> they don't. and I don't know. And you want to know what's more frustrating? <laughs> uh, when Leia dies, she has this thought where she says. Um, I will give my Skywalker lineage to Rey because apparently we divide ourselves in that way now. She's she literally says, "I will give my Skywalker lineage to Rey. I will give my Solo lineage to Ben, and I will give my Organa uh, Organa. <laughs> You're gonna say Orgasm <laughs> or, or, or Organa lineage to Poe. So she's dividing herself up like that, even though it's like you have." one son honey i don't understand why like your one son isn't like your your one heir okay like this is not something we choose it's just he was born within that family he he has the package okay he's been carrying that he is your son 
And you claim to love, like, I don't know, man. Like, I understand Poe could, like, I guess be, like, the foil. Like, if they wanted to, he would be, like, the foil to, like, Ben and, like, you know, like, just showing, like, I guess a father, not father, sorry, like a a son-mother relationship there, like, as, like, repairing whatever happened or, like, maybe, like, her finding another way to, like, be a parent in that sense to someone else. But, like, I just, they never even felt, like, followed through with that either. So I don't understand why he's getting the Organa whatever lineage, lineage or whatever... What, her assets? Like, what, what, what is he getting? I don't know. Just, like, what comes with it or whatnot. Like, it just, it doesn't make, it doesn't work that way. Plus, like, no. I'm sorry, but, like, the Skywalker lineage is not for Rey. It's not. It's for Ben. It's <laughs> like, Ben. This is his family. You're literally being like, I'm taking that from you. Sorry, honey. You misused that. So we're going to give it to Rey instead. Because but... we prefer her. Because, oh. Remember, I don't want to make us sound even more bitter, but like I have we to point are. out, I have to point out that they all turned on Ben when he showed a darkness, despite being a Skywalker solo, despite being literally their own son, yeah. and yet Ray Palpatine, which supposedly Leia and Luke knew right away, she was a Palpatine, right, they totally knew. They were like. Oh, but we sense the goodness in her. Therefore, we will train her. And it's like, but not your own son. Your own son, it was like, we're just going to kick him off and like send him to Jedi Academy far away from us because we can't deal with this shit. But this like nobody, Ray, we're going to take her in, train her, love her, show her, you know, that she belongs. You're just making me more mad. No, yeah. When I heard that, I was like, really, Luke? Like, really? You're saying that? Okay. Yeah, this movie just makes me really bitter, and I'm sorry that it was very like it was a very negative episode. But I feel like, <laughs> in a way, it's been therapeutic because I'm allowed to like shit on it as much as I wanted to. Um, yeah. Point blank, I hated this movie. I despise it. I despise everything about it besides the Raylo <laughs> and Ben Solo and Ray scenes. Some Ray scenes, not all of them, because they really butchered her character. That being said, I'll uh-huh. I will drink. I just want to say my piece, and that is my piece. I'll drink now. Well, how about we end it on a positive note and each of us has to pick a favorite moment, a good, solid favorite moment that you will take from this movie and carry in your heart forevermore. You have to. From this movie? Yeah. Their kiss. Yeah. The kiss. Yeah. The Like the validation of Raylo with the kiss. Yeah. That and her little twirl scene. <laughs> <laughs> I you love that. <laughs> what March? was the moment that you said you were like jumping up and down and screaming? <laughs> like what what moments were you talking about? Oh yeah. When you watched this thinking it was a second. There was two. There was I think it was that scene where she does her little twirl. <laughs> and then I think it was the scene where she sees her her dark self and he shudders. He has oh, like a little okay. shudder. I love like he literally yeah. clutched his pearls in that scene. He was like <gasps> Like, yeah, he was, yeah. like... Oh, and the... the Lightsaber. Yeah, 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 that was a badass. I replayed that that scene yeah. a, little, yeah. a couple times. I think, for me, it's his smile. Oh, yeah. I think that's, that's the moment one. I choose to carry with me forevermore. And nobody can... You will rip that smile out of my cold, dead hands, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that smile lives within me, okay? I'm taking it. All right, we'll see. We can we we can be positive. <laughs> we can do it. I literally finished my whole drink. I did too, and my water. So 
Um, alright. Well, this was a very, very long episode, so apologies for that. Uh, hopefully it was mildly entertaining if you, uh, <laughs> hate this movie as well. Hopefully you were, like, rage listening. <laughs> but, you know, we did point out the good stuff, mm -hmm. like, yeah, yes, Yeah! We don't love it, but like I said, there are moments of brilliance and, you know, great moments and beautiful moments and symbolic moments, um, here and there. That's fair. Um, alright, well, Veronica... How did you like it? First time on a podcast. I was very nervous, so hopefully you'll have me back again in the future and I'm not as of nervous. Course. <laughs> Next time I'll take like a shot or a few shots of tequila just to get me. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, for sure, we'll have you back whenever you want. If we're ever discussing something that you're interested in, then feel free to join oh, us. Thank you. If you have anything you would like to add to our conversation, uh, you can always find us online. We are on uh, Twitter at the RTM Pod, as well as on Instagram at Romancing the Monsters Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube if you just search for the name of our podcast. You should be able to find us. Email is romancingthemonsterspodcast at gmail.com and TikTok is romancingthemonsterspod. Uh, and lastly, if you want to find me specifically, I'm on both Twitter and Instagram at foes and lovers. And you can find me as on both Twitter and Instagram at but this book. And you can find me, Seth, on both Instagram and Twitter at Pros with Woes. And also, please feel free to subscribe on any of the podcast platforms. Um, and also, if you want to leave a review or a rating, um, you can do so on Apple Podcasts as well as Google. Not, yeah, it's Google. No, Spotify. Um, Somewhere. <laughs> I, I will get it right one of these days. All right. So hopefully we'll see you next week. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.